these weird conversations. Yeah, I, not, yeah, not, I did. Not, I I'm not always thinking the uh, way that, that stop, I stop think. That. Just, just, I'm, I'm not always thinking. <laughs> just right. Yeah, there. fair enough. But um, yeah. So we were just talking yeah, about the shittiness of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I, Pennsylvania, except except Lancaster, because that's where ABR is from. Yeah, Amish country. Um, and I like Pat, and Pat's in Pennsylvania, and I like his girlfriend. She's cool. They're friends. Hi, guys. They're friends. They're friends. friends. Okay. Um, they're my friends. Um, and welcome. To, this what is this? One thirty-two or something 30? like it's that. It's one thirty-one or one thirty-two. One thirty-two. It's one. It's one thirty-two. Within the next two to three episodes, I have to come up with a top ten list. Yeah, and I have to come up with. I need to narrow it down to top twenty-five songs. Yeah, same 15 here. Fifteen's a lot, dude. For a lot of the wait, albums I, I like. So wait, are you doing songs? You, I thought you should do top ten albums. I could do that too. Um, but. Just you don't gotta be an overachiever. Pick one and do it. What do you think, Josh? Albums or songs? I'm gonna do songs. Okay. Because I, I want to get involved a little bit here. Yeah, too. I think I'll do songs All because right. um, I could do my I'll do my albums too because it's quicker. But then I think the song list is pretty cool too. Um, so hey guys, welcome to episode 132. You watch, I listen. As of this recording, it is Tuesday, December 15th. Ten days away from Christmas. Ho ho ho. Hi Taylor. Hi Dan. How are you? I'm tired. Welcome back. Fuck you. That wasn't nice. I don't give a fuck. Josh did a very good job in your stead last week. Did he though? Well, you listen. What do you think? Actually, actually, yeah, he did. Very well he last did. Week. And speaking to Josh, hi Josh. I enjoyed this. Hey Dan, how are you? I'm all right. Um, how's everyone's Christmas shopping going? It's not. Yet. It's not yet. <laughs> Big facts. Taylor, how about you? Yo, y'all get gift cards. <laughs> y'all getting CVS gift cards. CVS. I don't even know the closest CVS to here. I'm sure there's one like when I'm going well, to work. Your CVS, in, I got a CVS. Well, your CVS in. is Walgreens. Yes. Yeah. My CVS. My, my, is my CVS is in Patterson. Yeah. So I, I got to take a ride to Wayne. I feel like CV- I'll, make it, I'll okay. make it worth my time. So you know, there's like there's Target. We were just having a conversation about Target, that. And there's Target, Walmart. Target. Walmart is a tier below. Yeah. I feel like CVS is the Walmart to Walgreens being Target. Yeah, Wal- Walmart okay. is just a bunch of blood sucking fucking leeches, fat people that want fucking Dude, we, air frying wings and cunts. The landlord and I went to Walmart a few months back, and she was like, "We'll stop in Walmart and look for this." I was like, "I don't know, man. Walmart sucks." And she's like, "I, I last time I went, it wasn't that bad." I'm like, "When's the last time you went?" She's like, "It's been a couple years." There you go. Literally within a half hour of being there, she's like, "We gotta fucking go." I fucking hate this place. And she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom first. I'm like, bad idea, dude. So she goes to the bathroom, doesn't come out for 15 minutes because there was a fight outside of the women's bathroom. Yep. So then she comes out. Then I'm outside and people are pissing me off and she comes out looking angry. She's like, you can't be as angry as me. And I'm like, I'm always more angry than you Uh, unless you're mad at me. Like, trust me. Yo, you want to bet? Trust me. Fuck you. Want to fight? Yeah, fuck you. That's one of my favorite lines (laughs) from a movie ever. (laughs) But, um, we're oh, 10 days away from Christmas. Uh, we're about to get blasted by a snowstorm up here. Can't yep. wait. Um, it's crazy because last year we only had like one significant snowfall and it was only like six inches and nothing else. We had some like ice days and shit like that. And now the first snowstorm we're getting is almost, it could be up to two feet. I saw. We're still in such a weird spot though because it could it could be, it sounds like a minimum of eight to 10, mm-hmm. but it could just as easily be 18 to 24. Yeah. Dude, dump, dude, just dump it all. Yeah, dump it all. Seriously, just dump it all. God, just coming on the northeast. Oh, that, that sounds nice to me. Nice god bukaki. <laughs> he just looks at the northeast and goes nuclear winter always. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, I, I feel like you, a couple weeks ago when you accidentally texted us, gonna be a mild winter, boys. First snowstorm makes a liar out of you. Well, no, it's not entirely a liar because it was fucking 50 degrees up until a week ago. It, it was. doesn't usually happen, and then it's gonna warm up immediately after that. And then a me. week later again, probably another 20 inches of snow. I hope so. I don't think this weather knows what the fuck it's doing. Well, well, um, welcome to Buffalo, New Jersey. I always 
always like when it's really like warm in December and late November. People are like, yeah, see, global warming can't be real. Look how warm it is in December. Oh, yeah. If you know what that kind of proves it's stupid. If you know what global warming is actually doing, that means it's going to get warmer, which means eventually everything's going to freeze and we're going to be in a second ice. Yeah, or if it's Fuck like... They, they, Have you paid attention to nothing Quaid said yeah. in the day after tomorrow? The day after tomorrow is a or documentary. <laughs> anything that Mr. Freeze said in Batman and Robin. <laughs> which also is a documentary. <laughs> like Rafi and Randy. Uh, what oh, killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> Chill. Um, at Tonight's work, forecast. It freeze. It's Gotham. <laughs> we were... Um, we did our office Christmas party last week, right? But it was um, it was on Zoom with all the other offices, and they did um, movie trivia, the Christmas movie trivia. Oh, were you, wait, were you cunty there like you are here? Oh, I just crushed everyone. Of course, because it was very it was very specific about things. Like one of the questions that no other office got that I nailed was, "What was the name of the neighbor that saved uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Old Man Marley," and I know that because the longest piss I ever took night with Manfro. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, Manfro. Looked, he looks like Old Man Marley, but there was a jingle all the way question. Question, and only one other office got it, and I was like, got to put, got to get the Tubberman doll. I'm not the pervert. I'm just looking for the Tubberman doll. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so bad. The big shows in it. Yep. Uh, well, Phil, he, wait, what is he? Santa, right? Yeah, he's Santa. Stupid. Um, it's really dumb. But uh, <laughs> put that cookie down now. See, I don't, I don't like that movie at all. Oh, it's not good whatsoever. I love it. It's, uh, oh, I, I love it. But no one could tell me it's a good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like if I saw that for the first time now, I'd be like, what the fuck was Arnold doing but because when that came out and that was like we were at the age old enough to understand how awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger was no just who is your daddy what, what does, does he, he do? do I'm detective John Kimball <laughs> <laughs> there's so many good Arnold lines uh, and again the Patrice line about he always has American names John Smith <laughs> I'm Jack Slater <laughs> it's this thick <laughs> accent but uh, alright guys episode 132 you watch I listen uh, Taylor watched Sound of Metal yes and Josh gave me two albums one was a surprise album that he texted after the show. The first one he gave me was Dark Quarter, Pompeii, and then he gave me Silver Sun Pickup, Swoon. We'll see you guys in a second. Watch I Listen podcast starts now. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Time for Kelly to move on! It ends it. That was in the full, whole... full announcer. Voice, yeah, dude. he was wearing the jacket and shit. Did he do awesome. the buffer 180? No, he did not do the buffer 180. Has he not done the buffer 180 since he, like, tore... He, like, blew his knee out, dude. No, he's, he kind of does it. It's more of, like, a... He does the stuff. A, a very, like, um... He kind of, like, goes like this rather than, like, a really pronounced one. The video is still the best from UFC 100 when he did the buffer 360 in Joe Rogan's face. Oh, shit! Because <laughs> no one believed he was going to do it. And then he does it for Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir at UFC 100. 
hundred. Uh, he blew his knee out doing. Yes, it, he did. Oh, it's the uh, best. He's. It's so funny. Like the difference between him and his half brother Michael Buffer, who is. Did I say half Buffer? <laughs> you might have. <laughs> I mean, probably. His half brother, his half Buffer brother, Michael <laughs> Buffer, is mi- probably the most iconic voice in the history of combat sports. I, I'd say that the whole uh, like, the, let's get ready to. He rumble. gets. A, he was in ready to rumble. He was in ready yeah. to rumble. He, he was. was yeah. He was a don't mess with the Zohan. Oh <laughs> he, he has a good line in that movie where he keeps highlighting his hot wife. He goes, my wife with her perfect tit to ass ratio. I fucking hate that movie. Dude, it's, I've never seen Jared laugh harder in a movie theater than I, I have. I, uh, no, you weren't there for Zohan. Okay, but in enough. the beginning when he's swimming like a dolphin, <laughs> Jared started crying. I fucking hate that it's, movie. It has it's some so funny parts, stupid. but it is so stupid. But um, That's why that make, like, make it, no, that's boring. I was like, make it the sexy time, or what did he say? Um, uh, he, he I, I know exactly catch, what you're talking about. He had about. a catchphrase very similar. It was very to, similar. To um, but uh, as far as the difference between Michael and Bruce Buffer, Michael gets a million dollars every time he says, let's get ready to rumble. That's what. That's I, I, that's all I would say. That's the flat rate. It's all he does now. Like, they, I would walk down he, the street. Like, dude, let's get ready to rumble. He, does, he doesn't really do fights anymore, and he did the Tyson Jones fight, million bucks. Yep. And he does, he does the lotto commercials every so often. And Bruce is like the coolest, most accessible person there is at the fights. He sits there and talks with fans and shit. Hangs out. He, he's, he's boys. He's absolutely boys. Yeah, he's boys. Um, so, Taylor, how was your week or two weeks? Uh, just very busy. Just been trying to... It's your busy season. Keep the, you know, keep the morale up, which is uh, not going great. For you or for your coworkers? Oh, no, I'm talking about me. Oh, your morale? I don't give a fuck about I feel them. like your morale is like always at like a three. Yeah, I really don't have no reason for it to be high. I, I would say, like, uh, on a scale of one to ten, your morale's like on a, an average of three. You probably go no higher than like a six. Uh, I, I and that's de- at like Rut's Hut. I definitely that's not true. <laughs> yeah, for with, me, it's uh, like a seven at Rut's Hut. With with Rut's Hut's a seven, Hot Grill's a ten. Okay, but fair. Uh, no, it's just because again with the season and you know with this uh, anticipated snowfall, I'm just like I'm. I don't want to say I'm going through the motions, but it's like it's just rough. Yeah, you just pick me up. Let's go to Rut's Hut on Friday. No, I can't. Come on, I'm dieting, dude. So are you? So am I. So what? We'll we'll undiet together. We'll lift your spirits a little okay, bit wait, over I, a couple of hot dogs. We'll be fine. Here's here's the deal I though. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to be this. I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm trying this new thing. It's called discipline. And uh, <laughs> That's a good point. You know, I'm, I'm like I'm. J- Listen, it's not that I don't appreciate the offer. Usually I do. And by the way, it's on record now. I am openly denying a Rutz Hut offer. It's true. If, if he true. side texts you and says you're going to Rutz Hut, tell me. I'll give you no, shit. I'll tell Bob. Okay, you tell Bob. <laughs> tell Bob. Bob, Bob is like your, your life coach. Yep, yep. yep Bob's my life coach. You, right. Someone's calling you, Taylor. Is it? It says no caller ID. You should pick it up on the show. That's my dad. Okay. I do have to take that. Okay, Um, do me a favor while you're out there. Grab the pack of darts on the bench. Yep. Um, I'll just continue because you just told us how your two weeks were. Why does your dad have caller ID? Um, Josh, how was your week, buddy? Um, my week was solid. Um, you know, not, not too busy this week. I mean, it was a busy weekend, uh, but I got to catch up on a lot of gaming. That's nice. Um, what are you playing? Right now, I am playing Destiny 2. Okay. Uh, because the uh, the PS5 upgrade came out. Oh. And it is, is fucking incredible. You know, what? you know what? I didn't play Destiny 2. I loved the first Destiny. I played the fuck out of that. I remember. We played a lot together. Yeah, we played a shit ton. Me, you, Taylor, Evan Steiner played with us a little bit. Yeah. Um, And then I just never got two, and I don't really have a reason why. It's good. I mean, like, there's really no... 
there is a campaign, but I don't remember it because I played it, you know, when it first came out. I don't out remember the campaign of one at all. Yeah, no. I, but it's a really good, you know, online shooter. It's, you know, a lot of fun. Same vein as, uh, you know, uh, Halo, obviously. It's yeah. made by the original Halo. Creator. Yeah, it's very much like it's like a spiritual successor to Halo. Yeah, it's cool. It looks really good. It plays really well. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I got my I got my Uggs. Okay. Are you happy Finally. you're wearing them right now? I am. Yeah. You know, we were having the conversation about the Crocs the other day, yeah. and no one could ever tell me, no, no matter how comfortable they are, I'm not wearing those. Yeah. I almost have the same principle with the Uggs, but they look better now than they used to when men first started wearing them, like when Tom Brady was the first like man to wear them. Dude, I got to They were so effeminate. Wearing this is a revelation. And How I much might- do they run? Uh, 110. All right, I'm probably gonna have to get a pair then. Wearing these is such a revelation that I might buy the proper boot. Don't, please. Uh, that would be too far. Just know, wear dude. high socks. <laughs> you don't need the boot. What's it gonna know. do? It's gonna make your ankle feel soft. Hell yeah, dude. Just moisturize. That might be more effeminate than wearing yeah. the boots. But um, do they make them in other colors than that? Because I'm yeah, a dark. Make, yeah, they make like a dark brown. Okay, they, I'd know, probably they, go they that way. Of, yeah. I I like wearing darker shoes. I would fuck those up so quickly. Yeah. Um, what's your situation? Won't work with the incoming nor'easter. Uh, right. Well, I'm off the next two days, so oh, I don't care. Okay, so you don't have to worry. Yeah. Did you grab darts? Sorry, T. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turns right around. <coughs> I got cum in my throat. <coughs> I meant to say popcorn kernel. <laughs> I didn't have time to eat dinner, so I just ate some popcorn quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I. There's no game. I'm I'm not going to buy any games until I have a PS5. It's yeah. just not the the idea of it is not worth it to me. Yeah. So it's just it's just mutt season still. It's too much mutt. It's mutt all the time. That's another uh, thing that's crazy graphically on the PS5 is the Madden with the upgrade. Okay. Fucking insane, Thank you, dude. sir. Fuck. Yeah. It looks. I dude. I literally. I sent you the link today. You. Him. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Fuck you, Josh. Um. Look how cool it is. I went to. I went. I went to go three different times on Walmart's website. I had the reminders for when they were going up i'm in there on desktop cell phone go to buy it right when they go on sale gone yeah gone uh what can you do what can you do um all right you want me to go first since i got two here uh well let me uh let me give a little bit of a preamble here sure uh so i gave you two albums one was off air and i'm gonna reveal the reason why uh last week i gave you uh several options of what you could listen to sure a metal album a coheed album that wasn't uh, nice i found it you hit my what was it I was like one of those fucking Nerf balls that you hit me in the face. Oh, you hit my thumb. Ow. <laughs> a metal album, a Coheed album, an indie album, and an incredibly dumb album. Okay. And I... I was for the dumb. I'm in my car. Pick the dumb album. Pick the dumb album. Well, I swerved you. The metal album and the dumb album were one and the same. Okay. Good. Um, and... I and I'm driving home and I'm listening to this absolute piece of shit and I'm like, you know, I like I like when I give Dan stuff and it means something uh, because every time I've had a fill in for Taylor, you've given my album a, a you know a solid score. Sure. You know, you liked Circus Survives, Blue Sky yep. Noise, great. Uh, you liked uh, um, uh, Coma Ecliptic by Between the Buried and Me. Fuck yeah. And I was like, man, you know, I should really give him something that matters. So that's why I texted you. It was like, you know, listen to this album. This is uh, Swoon by Silver Sun Pickups, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, they're a very different sounding kind of band. Um, so uh, yeah. go with Dark right. Quarterer first. All right, so you give me Dark Quarterer, Pompeii. Um, I did some reading on them first. They're very popular, like like a cult following yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Now, musically, they're great. Yeah. Like, you can't deny musically. So I wrote on the first song, I didn't write scores for any of them because I couldn't. There's no grade to this fucking <laughs> hunk of shit. I just wrote, I can't tell if this is supposed to be funny, but I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, dude. And because, you know what? If he didn't do that fucking glam metal voice. Yeah. 
It's not bad lyrically. The music is awesome. The music is really good. And lyrically, it tell like this this when I was listening to it, this should be one 40-minute song <laughs> with certain breakups in between them because it's one cohesive story and it was cool in that sense, but his fucking gay voice. Yeah. I just I can't do that glam metal voice. There's certain bands where I can deal with it. There were certain times that I'm listening to it and he has like a real like Italian opera singer uh, you know, fucking effect to his voice, and when he did that, it was cool. But yeah, when he was trying sure. to like, you know, force the high pitch. Oh, fucking ugh. dude, it was. This one was a chore to listen to, and I listened to it like five times. Uh, I can't. I, I literally, I didn't write grades on the songs. So I'm like, I don't know what to rate this because I try to gate, gate like rate bands based on the genre they're in sometimes. Yeah. And with this one, I'm like, I don't even know if I would call this metal. Like it <laughs> is, but it's not. Like if this album was a White Snake album, it's legit great. Did I would, you listen to it? Yeah. Okay. I'd rather listen to white. I'd rather. I'd, I'd, so ra- I'd rather listen to white snake. If it was a white snake album, it's amazing. I was Since doing. It's, not, it's garbage. I was doing a little bit of research before the show. I was like, all right, I want to give something cool. So I, you know, I, I, I looked up the, the the best metal albums of 2020, and that's what you came up with. This was on the list. It was like number ten. I was like, all right, this I, seems listen, cool. I, and I listened I, to like a couple of songs. I was like, oh my god, this isn't great. I, I genuinely. This is bad. I genuinely. Oh, I got to give this to him, but wait, I shouldn't give it to him. But I should to him. I genuinely don't know why. Like, what list? I, I don't remember. It was it was a metal site. Like it was a legit site. Like it wasn't I read like some, it wasn't some like fucking it Tumblr. It wasn't like a blog or something. It was an actual like metal fucking it's, site. I I can't really even spend time on it just because it was like I it, like I, I don't understand. Like, if you told me you liked it, I would have gone into, like, very in-depth, like, the things that I could appreciate the fact that they wrote, like, uh, a concept. Yeah. And it, it is a cool story. Like, I think that concept could work. If you plug in a better vocalist there, yeah. or a different, I'll say, because he is good at singing. Yeah. He's not, like, a bad singer by any means. He doesn't have a bad voice. It doesn't match. And it's a, it's a little just, it, it it's too over the top. Yeah. But musically, they're very, very good. Like, yeah. there's no denying it. All right, so then the real album you gave me, in a side text, was Silver Sun Pickup swoon now the only silver sun pickup song i knew off the top of my head was that um that one they played at the the all-star game the last one at the old yankee stadium that i've been waiting for the, whatever that song is that's from their first album my first big album i yeah. think um but i did know a song in here a new panic switch so i'm sorry it's one of your favorite albums not because it sucks because it's not for me it's okay. not my thing i understand the appeal of it but the biggest issue I have with it is that a lot of the songs just bleed. They all ve- sound very similar. They use the same um, time signatures on the drums, and that type of music has its place. That just is not my thing. I didn't get every song on here besides one. I gave it two. It's not bad. It's just not necessarily for me. And my biggest issue is that often the the singing doesn't match the music, and I don't know if it's a girl or a guy. It's both. What? They there's two, <laughs> there's two, singers? two singers. They sing at the same time. For who? What do you mean? mean? For who? I, but why? I don't know. Why that's, not? Just, that's what I like about it. Okay, it's cool. that, it's different. That's, that is different. I, I have an appreciation for that. It doesn't sound like it. Well, they're not singing like harmony at the same time. It's no. just, okay, I got you. They have very similar voices. He's very high-pitched then. Mm. But my biggest issue with the singing is that there's no... Uh, there's no like soul to it and I feel like the music doesn't match that sometimes lyrically very very good like lyrically I can't deny it musically they're very good but the problem I have with the music is that often it just bleeds into it so I took notes on a few songs um, Growing Old is Getting Old I hated it until it picked up at the end I thought it was droning a little bit but once the mute the full because it's just this like bass line where it just keeps going it's bass and drums and then the full band comes in um, Panic Switch is the other song I knew that was a single as well um, it was the same theme good music the 
The bass line is great. It needs about... I felt like most of the songs could do about like a minute trimmed off. I felt like their intros were very long and then their outros were kind of long. Um, draining. Again, lyrically, very good. It's just missing a hook for me. But the song I gave a three, and I actually really liked this song, was Catch and Release. That was my favorite song. The vocals match the music for me, and I like when they bring in the fake symphony on the MIDI board. Um, it wasn't a bad album. It's just something, one of those ones that like I, is lost on me, I right. think. And I can still have an appreciation for it. I can never say it's a bad album. It just doesn't hit that mark for me, but musically very, very good. I wish they just changed up a little bit because a lot of the songs, I don't, I, you could easily plug them into and tell me it's one of the other songs and I believe you. Right. So I'm going to give it a two out of five. It's not bad. It's just something that doesn't It's not click. bad, but it's also not Arcade Fire for you. No, I would rather, I would, so that's the difference. I would rather, if like we're hanging out and this is on in the background, I don't care. It's mm. cool. I can sit there and bop a little bit. I can get musically very good. Arcade Fire's back there. I'm fucking falling asleep. That shit is boring. <laughs> that shit, that is, shit is gross. It's not good. <laughs> All right. So, I guess we'll just move right on to the movie then. Yeah. All right. So you gave me the Sound of Metal starring uh, Riz Ahmed, Prince Nassim. Prince Nassim was a very fun boxer. Yeah, Came same. out on the magic carpet. Yeah. But uh, and so this is essentially the story of a guy who plays drums in a metal band with his girlfriend. I know this. And then he, well, yeah, his girlfriend Lou, and then he begins to lose his hearing. Who, by the way, it was just cast in the Game of Thrones prequels, one of the Targaryens. I hope His so. girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. So. She hot? She's good. Yeah. She, Olivia Cook is her name, so, if you want to look her up. She's, she's nice enough. Yeah, she's nice. Uh, where do I start? So, when I was looking up stuff for this movie, I saw words like gripping, enticing. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there were so many adjectives that were used to describe this word, describe this uh, movie. And the one I noticed that was missing, which to me describes the movie perfectly, is... You're boring. Oh, uh, you really thought it was boring? I was genuinely, so enthralled. Genuinely boring. I think that there's a lot of things that it does very well. Um, it handles the theme of addiction very well without the you know the, the classic trope of a, a real relapse. Sure, sure. Overdose and like shit that. like that. Yeah. Correct. Um, Riz, Riz Ahmed, that's his name? Yeah? Ahmed, Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. Uh, should get consideration. Yeah, he's uh, unbelievable. Should be, she, he should be considered because uh, for like at least a nomination for best actor because he's it was he was very very good in this and it was a lot of like subtle acting too. It wasn't like this yeah. where he had this like incredible breakdown scene where he's like hysterically crying or well, anything. There are very big takes and what what a lot of people don't realize is is that you know just acting like you're deaf is a lot harder than you would think. Like, I, absolutely, to like kind of where the the scene when it first happens when they're at the merch table and yeah. he's just he looks shocked and the, the little facial the little facial expressions yeah, right. and body language and the thing that I was so amazed by was the things they did with the audio mixing so you could hear or not hear what he was hearing yeah from an audio perspective it's second to none it, it, I'll, it, I'll it, that deserves that. every Oscar for sound editing and sound mixing completely agree now from a storytelling perspective two big things one the way in which the story is told bored the shit out of me and also the pacing is hot garbage. See, you're the first. I've, 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 I know a lot of people garbage. that have seen it so far. Dude, you're the first person I've heard say either of those things about it. It's clunky. It's a, it's way too long. I didn't think it was long. See, I, I understand. Um, I, I definitely agree with the fact that I could see it being viewed as you know slower because it's a, it's a character study into a subject that hasn't really been done before. Well, I understand. Believe me, I, I get that. And I realize it's how ambitious it is. For me, I was very bored. Okay. Um. 
you know, because like in, in the first half hour of the movie, it's really built on these, you know, Lou and Ruben's relationship. Ruben um, being the drummer and Lou, his girlfriend, being the guitarist of the yeah. metal band. And how, you know, she was a cutter. He He's a recovering heroin addict The four years. They've been together, ironically, around the same time when they both figured out, figured out their lives is when they started dating. They go on this band. Now, everything that he knows and is finally happy with is suddenly taken away yeah. from him. And, you know, Lou is a big catalyst. His girlfriend sure. is a big catalyst in his life. And then she's just gone. Well, and, I, and and here's the thing: because if it's built, if it's built so much on their relationship and how much they love each other and how much they're there for each other, I think that that's a massive mistake uh, from the script perspective in cutting her out entirely. So, can I tell you where I disagree with that? Sure. Then? So, the way I look at it, especially when you're talking about the issue you brought up, that I think is kind of in the back seat of it, is the addiction issue, right? Right. And they often tell addicts, um, there's actually, I don't know if you watch Euphoria yet, Josh, but there's a scene where they're talking about uh, the girl that uh, Zendaya plays, um, that she's trying to recover from addiction and replacing it with a relationship. So, you look at it, he's a recovering addict, and his whole goal to get through this and get to surgery um, is is to get back to his girlfriend, right? Get back to her. Of course. And it was all about, you know, then he gets the surgery, right? And then he gets to his girlfriend, and he's like, this just isn't the same thing, and he had to learn how to accept. I thought that was the point of the whole thing, was that he had to learn. It wasn't a disability, like the guy said to him. Correct. We don't view it as that. So I, I don't know if I would have liked it as much if it was they suddenly got back together and everything was hunky-dory. I, I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm not looking for a happy ending. Okay. I'm looking at, like... There needs to be a mutual struggle there because obviously, because that relationship is, they're so heavily reliant on each other, which again is also is is an addict tendency. Yeah, he's yeah, for so sure. Reliant. It's um, yeah, what's it called? Um, codependency. Correct. That you know he's going through this massive trauma and she's not really there. She's not visiting. She's not doing anything. I'm not saying it's got to be. Oh my God, everything's back to normal. Sure, sure. Years and then we're gonna sign I could a massive see that. deal with Atlantic. I'm saying have that same have that same conversation where it's like this just isn't the same anymore but have her be a part of that journey as opposed to and I know it's the, the central focus is on him and his recovery and about him trying to learn and change mm -hmm. and adapt to his new situation I just feel like that that's a missed opportunity so I, I going back to that I think the point that I see where I'll disagree is that you got that wrapped up because the whole point was he was trying to get back to her the surgery is for her this this and that gets back to her and then suddenly she looks like she has her life together she stopped cutting she didn't have any cuts on her they bring up she seems very happy and they have that moment of realization they have that moment in the bed the bed which is a really good scene where they're kind of like you know you save me you save me and then they realize that they were okay without each other so i think your point is right but i think that what i think what you're trying to say is they didn't connect it as well as they could have well that's that goes to my pacing issue okay you know what i'm saying and then while that scene is is good but it's to me. It's very anticlimactic. All this time, and it's definitely, now it's now the first time they're back together. It's like ah, uh, I don't know about. Well, this. you know what the movie reminded you know me. Saying? You know what like, the movie reminded me of a lot in the way they got to the conclusion of it was a lot like the wrestler, where he got to this whole thing where there wasn't this huge like it, there's the big wrestling scene at the end, but you don't get a proper ending. It just he jumps off the thing and you don't really know did course. he die, didn't he die kind of thing. I thought a lot of it was like the wrestler where he was trying to fill this void that he couldn't let it go. Um, it was actually crazy. 
the day after I watched the movie, at work the next day, I saw someone with those fucking implants. Yeah, right. I was like, holy shit, what are the... Uh, and, yeah. the th- again, the things I really liked, I thought he was, again, you said it yourself, sensational. He's uh, he's one of the best actors going right now. It's it's not even up for debate. You know, I just realized, too, when I was watching this movie, I'm like, that dude's in Venom. I forgot about Yes, that. he is in Venom. He's, he's in Venom, and he's in a, another very underrated movie that not a lot of people talk about is Nightcrawler. It's yes, awesome. he's in Nightcrawler, and I told you, if you want a good show, that night of on HBO, the one season miniseries yeah. is second to none. Um, but I really appreciated the stuff they showed in the um, the deaf community. I thought that was really well done because it's a world that they're their own like little community. When you read about it, like they they it, it's actually crazy. So the guy that was coaching him through it, the guy with the long hair, he is a child of deaf parents. Correct. And I didn't know this, but a lot of deaf parents that have kids that aren't deaf like resent their kids because yeah. they feel like they're not part of their community. I love the scene when he was on the slide playing drums with the kids. Right. There was like this, I don't know, there was something about that was like very moving to me because it's a, a world that none of us will ever understand. It also horrified me the idea of losing your hearing. Yeah. That that fucking, that scares me more than any horror movie ever could. Yeah, I, I think because it is, that's more of a, that's a very realistic thing. Yeah, for you know, sure. One day you wake up and it's just gone. If you get tinnitus or something, you know fuck I mean? that. Alright, uh, so, okay. But, but, but that goes to my, 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 my points of it because like I, I understand that like you know the deaf community is very much its own community in itself and it's kind of like a, it's its own counterculture it's own world because, because yeah it has to be yeah you know um but to me it, I'm, I'm supposed to feel empathy there See, I, I I didn't find at any point where I empathized and the other thing again this is now this is me personally I don't know if anyone else would have the, have the same um you know uh whatever word I'm trying to think of but critique is that you know Riz Ahmed trained for six months as a, as a real drummer mm-hmm. with all these things, I would have preferred to see more of a slow decline of his hearing. So Obviously, yeah, that there, would, but that would make it longer. And it would it make really it a different movie, a much different movie. I get that. But like for me, I would like to see more of a slow decline than within the first half I would have been intrigued by that. That was his, one of my thoughts, too. His 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 hearing is done in a half Watching hour. him like break up on stage and shit. Like, right. Because well, you only like, had one scene of that. We're like, you know, it's a, it's a bad snare hit. And everyone's like, what the fuck yeah, is going yeah. on? But like, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. You know, but that would be my issue. That was like, my only real sticking point um, for that reason. Uh, I'm glad it was on Amazon Prime because I really don't want to watch it again. Sure. <laughs> um, I'll give it a five. <laughs> All right. Fair. All right. So the movie. Well, so so let me ask real quick because I'm the only one that said those things. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's like I think like, I think are, on like the unanimous like they poll like the average rating of like top ten of the year. I think it's oh, like no, it's, no, it's in there. It's no worse than like four on most lists. Uh, no, absolutely. And I, I see I I see the appeal. I see everything. But like it, like do you think I'm even remotely wrong or is it just a unique perspective? That's I think that? it's you. I I. I I think the the main thing is it is not your type of movie. It is a true character study, and the, it's meant to be paced like that. I don't think it would work if it was. I, I don't. What I felt from it, if it was paced differently, I wouldn't have liked it, and you might have liked it more. Um, it might have been one of those things. I thought the pacing of it to kind of I slipped into like what the character was feeling. Like I, I had a whole conversation with Grohow about it, just like the fact that you're watching this guy like try to find his way, and like even things like when he was outside fixing the gutters. And the dude was like, no, you're going to sit in this room every day and just write and be alone with your silence. That was a powerful scene to me because I took it as he is doing that because it's the loudest thing he can hear right now because he's right there hammering. And I'm just thinking about like as someone that loves the audio medium, whether it's music or movies and shit like that, the radio, radio. yeah, talk radio, and then to have it taken from you and that you're doing anything just to hear slightly and then watching him as he evolves and he becomes more part of the community and he bonds with 
with the teacher and he learned sign language. It, it, it really did like move me. I was like, I, I, cause I can't imagine that world and to see this community that's never really been shown properly on screen sure. and that they used all deaf actors. I thought was really cool. Um, I just think it's maybe you're not kind, you're not your kind of movie. Yeah. Um, for me, a character study like that, and then uh, I'm a spiral into a world that isn't necessarily one that I could ever understand. Yeah. It, I, I have a very easy time slipping into those kind of movies yeah. where I can just I can I try I, everything I try to watch. I try to slip into what the characters are going through and the world around them. And for this one, it was very easy for me to do because of the lead performance. And again, I'm I'm such a big fan of his. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Just to me, I need more than just sure. a phenomenal performance. To uh, that's fair. That's fair. There. I mean, listen, ambitious takes a lot of balls to even pull off a story like that, and they did do it. Yeah, yeah, for they sure. They did do it. They, listen, there's a reason. There's a ninety percent. Yeah, everywhere. and I, I and again, the audio mixing to me was just sensational. There, like there, the, there's there's zero reason why it shouldn't be when, nominated for everything. When he w got the implants finally, and you're hearing what he was hearing, I was like, dude, I would kill myself if that's what I had to hear all the time. Yeah, that's rough. Where it's just muffled and you can barely hear it. And I thought the ending when he just takes it off and he was accepting being in silence. I was I was genuinely like moved by it. Yeah, so, facts. all right, so I'm gonna make the movie easy this week because Josh told us today he's watching it tomorrow. Um, it came out on digital, I think, on Friday. Yesterday. Um, yesterday it came out on digital. I know you wanted to see it, Taylor. It's the only movie I saw in the theater in the last nine months. Christopher Nolan's latest, Tenant, starring John David Washington, um, the great Robert Pattinson, uh, Mike Cocaine is in it as well because he's in every fucking Christopher Nolan movie. So, Taylor, your pick for this week is Tenant. Okay, it's uh, you're gonna have to say all that again because I'm very close to getting a PS5 right now. All right, hold on, let's see. I'm gonna try. Hold on. Oh my god, you gotta put on some music and get some music ready if he doesn't get it. Like wah wah wah. wah. No, no, you ha you have to play like the, like the Pirates of the Caribbean openings. All right, we're gonna see. <laughs> I'll I'll do a Howard Cosell for it, and here Taylor goes logging in. What website are you on, Taylor? <laughs> Listen, this ain't no. I'm fucking desperate. I'm on New Egg. Okay. <laughs> oh, Taylor comes up. Add to cart. Here we go. <laughs> Add, he's adding it to his cart. Why is it not there? <laughs> Sorry, one of them removed your cart due to available stock insufficiency. Fuck. All right. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever gotten add to cart. <laughs> Damn it. Down goes Taylor. <laughs> again and again and again. Um, our <laughs> yeah, there it That's is. Very well deserved. Um, all right. So again, the movie pick. Um, Josh said today, us in the group chat today, he's watching it tomorrow. It came out on digital yesterday. Oh, it did? Cr Christopher Nolan's latest, Tenant, starring John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Mike O'Kane. Um, uh, I watched it again the other day. I loved it even more because you know how, like the Nolan movies, like Inception, Interstellar, Memento, you love them the first time you see them, but yes. you're like, it was so much was happening that I, maybe I didn't fully grasp everything that was happening. So the first time I watched it, loved it. Second time, I was like, this is it. It had the third act of this movie, the action sequences in it are so fucking mind numbing. Like, there were multiple scenes leading up to that where I was just like, yo, yo, yo. And John David Washington is fucking awesome. Um, it, it, it's a really really fucking dope movie. It's literally a like a weird time traveling James Bond movie. Okay. I would describe it the closest thing you could get to. Are you buying it right now? It just it's it's letting me do it. Hold on. Oh my god. All right, get the music up again. Oh. Let's see. Oh, what? Add yeah. new email address? Fuck you. <laughs> this oh, is, oh is this getting crunk? Yes it is. 
Taylor is going. Here we go into round two. I, I, I'm literally typing as fast Taylor, as Taylor Micah looking for his PS5. I've, uh, I've got what's my fucking address. Hold on. John Lennon, perhaps the most famous of all the Beatles. <laughs> all the shot Beatles. dead outside his hotel. Dead. Oh, no, I'm not giving. I'm not doing that phone number shit. Oh, my God. I thought you were about to read your credit card was, number was, on the very, air. I was very close. <laughs> I, I, I'll read it to you so it's no, not you saying no, it. No, no. <laughs> Do you still have your, your TD bank card in the wrapper? Oh, yeah. That's what saves it, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I guess. This is really good radio, Taylor. I don't give a fuck if it's good radio. I want a it's gonna be great. 5, right, and it, I'm going to pay regular price for it, unlike some fucking people who can't wait. <laughs> like normal fucking All right, so, one. So, so here's the thing, Taylor. If you don't yeah, get you it this time, it. you cannot try buying another one while we're recording. That's fine. I, I Listen, this is literally spur of the moment. I, All, right. I All, right, go, All right. Go, go so quick. You're I, not gonna I'm get waiting it. for it to fucking do the thing. Anyway, so my album this week okay. is from the band called Movements. Movements. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Sold out? Fuck you! All right, that's. I, I give up. I'm fucking done. Throw um, your phone! No, because Lacey will eat it. Again. She's not in here. Doesn't matter. Okay, Movements. Uh, the band is called Movements. What's the name of the album? Now I'm all flustered. Oh my god. What? Taylor, you're being a real Josh right now. Oh, am I? A <laughs> real. Uh, all right. The timing? So the album is called uh, Feel Something. Feel Something. So what? It's like the sadness you just felt? Yeah, you somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so um, essentially what this album is, it's a good mix of like indie punk rock and okay. a bunch of different fucking things. So it, it's hard to kind of like nail it down to one particular genre because it's a, it's a fabulous mix of so many different fucking things. But my biggest issue, or not my biggest issue, but my biggest thing with this is that it is so different. It's light and there's yet there's screams in it. Okay. With an indie I like feel. that. It, it's, when did this come out? Uh, this came out in 2017. This okay, just, so it's fairly recent. Yeah, so this was their first real album. Um, they had a bunch of EPs, you know, they were kind of an uh, underground for a moment. Gotcha, and then, gotcha. Uh, and then when this album came out, it was kind of like, whoa, what the fuck is going on with these guys? Okay. You know? I've never heard of them. Yeah, I, I saw them at uh, Warp Tour about two, three times, and I was very impressed with their live show. They sound better live than they, than they That's do. That's cool when studio. you find a band at a show like you don't really know, yeah, and you're like, 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 oh, I'm in. Well, it was just passing because movements had a lot of, um, you know, had a lot of uh, talk around them. Gotcha, so gotcha. I, so Hype. That was actually me and Richie. Me and Richie were walking uh, past them, and I, I said... That would have made me hate the band. <laughs> no. Well, it was like me and Richie were walking past, and we're looking at it, and we're like, what the fuck is this? It actually sounds pretty cool. So when we sat, we watched the whole set. Didn't know a fucking word, but it was cool. And uh, it was mellow, too. It wasn't heavy, and it wasn't fast-paced punk rock. It was just like the, the gotcha. rock. Gotcha. I get what you're saying. So I, I'm a very big proponent of movements. Um, not in my own life, just the band. And uh, they also put out a new record this year, which is actually a very good time. Cool. But, yeah, this is the album that really started for me, and I want to highlight the song Daylily. Daylily. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a very, very, very big fan. I got to give record. you some props from um, my brother. Um, he listened to the Foxing album and he fucking loved it. Oh, the Albatross? Um, yeah, he messaged me today. He's like, dude, this album's great. He goes, my only complaint is I wish it was longer. I was yeah, like, it, it, is, it is a little It's long, only uh, like, I think, 29 to 30 minutes or so. But, yeah, definitely. Um, cool. Excited. Um, all right, Taylor, let's start out. What'd you watch? You had uh, two weeks. So I didn't really watch much. I've been watching like Top Gear, Sopranos, um, Sopranos, which I, I uh, um, I'm in halfway through season three and, I, and I'm taking like a two week break. Okay, because I, I went pretty hard. That means you won't go back to it. No, I will for like six months. No, because uh, the Sopranos is a show I actually okay like gotcha. A lot. It's very easy once you've seen it enough to just put on yeah. and like any episode because there's so many funny moments. and there's somewhere like you just you got to be in your seat the whole time watching the whole thing. Yeah, and there's only a few episodes where I'm like I can go without go without seeing the whole thing like the Columbus Day episode has. Some funny parts. The last scene when they're driving back is great. Yeah. The episode with uh, Tony's father's. Um, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's not good. When she happy birthday. 
birthday, <laughs> Mr. Pre- That's not a great episode. Do the Marilyn Monroe um, thing. And the one with um, that we were talking about last week, Josh, with the rapper, Massive Genius. Uh, that's not a great episode, but for the most part, and you, uh, the more you watch it, the funnier it is. So Top Gear, Sopranos. Top Gear, Sopranos. And then last night, there was uh, Laurel and Hardy. Oh, uh, sweet. There was Laurel and Hardy um, shorts on, okay. on like live TV, so I was watching a lot of that. Watched Way Out West. Um, Hell yeah. I watched the original King Kong from 1933. Today was the 15-year anniversary of Peter Jackson's King Kong. It's not terrible. I, I, like, I like Peter Jackson's King Kong. It's Dude, way too long. It's definitely long, which I was expecting when I saw it, but right. it, I, the reason I knew it was 15 years today is like the horror sites were posting about it because legitimately one of the scariest movie scenes I could think of that skeeved me out was when they fall into that like uh, that fucking down at the bottom of the surface oh, with those uh, the bugs are eating everyone. Andy Circus gets eaten by Dude, bugs. Dude, there's that one that like is like a worm that opens up its mouth and just eats the guy head first. Yeah, that, that's Andy Circus. That scene, no, there okay, you're right. There was another guy that got eaten by something else, but that scene skeeved me the fuck out. But like the guy's being eaten alive by the fucking millworm. Yeah, like, I I well Andy Circus played King Kong. No, well, Andy Circus was that guy in the striped shirt with the hat. Yes, yes, you're right. So he did dual roles. Yeah, he gets eaten. I, but I genuinely like that King Kong. It's so definitely. What if he played King Kong? He could. It, yeah, it's, it's true. Not it was real. Not, wasn't, imagine it was. <laughs> well, okay. Well, in that case, he played King Kong. He played Caesar. He played true, Gollum. True. He played the Craven fucking guy. Yeah, that's, from, uh, that's very true. But no, all those guys not real, by the way. In case that, you forgot. that's your opinion, um, Josh, what'd you watch? Uh, nothing really. You know, I kept up. Uh, with uh, the How I Met Your Mother stuff, uh, played a lot of games on my PS5. Uh, <laughs> that you spent too much money on. Um, I watched um, uh, Mandalorian, of course. Um, I haven't touched it yet. Oh, uh, dude, it's <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm probably gonna wait till the to the season it's finale. T- Friday on Fridays, the w- season which finale. Which is something that makes me laugh. Which seeing all the tweets today of everyone like Pablo Pascal is fucking Mandalorian. We well, know well, wait, that funny. was real. I thought it was no, a troll. it was a troll because I said it to the guy and he was like, the joke went over your head, and then I just started trolling with him. Mm-hmm. So he was fucking with him, but he was saying that because a lot of people didn't realize until this past week. They brought back Bill Burr this week, um, which was dope. Um, I watched uh, Interstellar again, which was hype. Um, the landlord was like, literally on Friday, she was like, I don't really remember Interstellar. I'd watch it again. I was like, yep. Oh, I was like, I watched Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, hell yeah. yeah hell you yeah. You told us about it. <laughs> so yeah. the thing that the landlord pointed out that I couldn't believe I never noticed is that the kid's name, Casey Affleck's son, the one that didn't die, his son's name is Coop. And oh, the last yeah, name is yes. so his name is Coop Cooper, yeah. <laughs> which means Matthew McConaughey's character is Coop Cooper. But no, he's not because his name he's is Joseph. Like, it's yeah. Joseph. But they never say the kid's name is Joseph. Right. <laughs> so I assume that as much. But she literally moves you. Wait, pause this. <laughs> his kid's name is Coop, <laughs> and the last name's Cooper. You're telling me this complex storyline? They fucked up Coop Cooper. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, they they, they figured out interdimensional travel, but they couldn't get <laughs> names right. I was like, that's the laziest writing ever. But Interstellar still rules every time I watch it. Uh, that, that's probably one of my favorite experiences ever in a theater. Yeah, I would say that's Being, easily. I was on a lot of medicine. I didn't take any, and that was the thing. Like I was it's saying, my birthday, dog. I know you. I wasn't uh, full on medicine at that point no, again. You um, and I when we Josh, well, I was like a three thousand. Oh, Screen. He was and fucked just, up, and then he Coop is fl- they're taking off, and just the cosmos flying past you, and I'm seeing all dude, these when fucked they, up colors. I was telling, I'm like, what the fuck dude, am I watching? When they, 
I was watching. So in the middle of the Somebody's movie, floating. like right when they get out and they're about to go through the wormhole, I took some medicine like 20 minutes Who's before that. <laughs> You're, like, so 20 minutes before the wormhole, I, I, I took some medicine and uh-huh. so I was nice and uh, buzzed. Yes. And then I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. Uh-huh, and yeah. then they get to the fucking wave planet. Oh shit. Yo, the oh, wave shit. planet still gives me the the crippling anxiety. When you turn around and you look and you say, what's that, what's that mountain? That's those not a mountain. Those, that's a wave. Those, what? That's no wave. No, that's no mountain. It's a wave. That's that's, that's the moon. moon. That's it's a space station. But the scene that gave me gives me the most anxiety still is when Matt Damon blows up and the thing is spinning. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, it fucks me up. I I remember being in the theater and everyone audibly like when they survived the wave except for the one dude. Yeah. And then like the, they, the like, bad guy from American Beauty. Yes, facts. <laughs> and then, so they the they fucking like they slide down they surf down the wave and they go back to the ship and then like the relativity was like two hours on that planet. It's been like, twenty three like, years. Like twenty three years. Yeah, and the guy's like, "How long have we been gone?" He's like, "You know, twenty three years." And he's I, he's grayed and wrinkled. Everybody in the theater like, audibly. <gasps> what? And, you know, it's fu- I just said the American Beauty thing. Whenever we're like out in public <laughs> and uh, we see like a, a plastic bag going stop, around, stop, I, stop. I'll go to the landlord. Isn't life beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> So, try, so I'm still watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, I just finished up this really good documentary on HBO called Murder at Middle Beach, um, which I like the true crime documentaries. But sometimes they get so grisly yeah. and dark, but this one is more of a mystery. Like no one know the kid that whose mom got killed made the documentary. It started out as a college film, and he's been making it for years. And he literally everyone in his life is a suspect: his father, his sister, his aunt, his grandmother. And it, I was, I was. <laughs> that's that's a real awkward conversation. At it's a massacre. <laughs> a lady and a guy and a cop. That's a massacre. Exactly. But it was really good. Um, so that was really good. What else? Um, I started watching Ted Lasso yesterday, finally. What do um, you think? Because it's legit one of my favorite two, shows. Two episodes in, I really like it. Um, I think it's very, very well done. I think he's very good. I haven't had the true like laugh out loud moment yet, but I don't know if that's necessarily what it's supposed to do. There's it's a, a very well written show. There's a few. The first two and the, episodes. The, the like, woman that's the owner is a fucking cougar. Yeah, she's great. She's the high scepter. They, or she's the, the high the, septum. The, she's the shame weight lady from Game of Thrones. So that show progressively gets better. I believe that. Like Josh said it every week when he watched it. Like Josh he's, said, he's, it, I love Jason Sudeikis. He's Josh, fucking great. Josh said it best. There is no reason that show should be as good as it is. Yeah, I could totally see that, and I Dude, think it's about, Jamie I, is the best. There is one. What, what's what's the old guy's name? The, Roy, Roy Roy Kent. Roy yeah Roy, yeah Roy Kent. No uh, Roy Kent. So I just like wanker. So there's uh, there's one point. It, that Royce has one of the I don't want to ruin it for you, but he's one of the don't. funniest lines. But like you know, like they do the soccer chants. Yeah. And there's one there's one part there's one part where like he's playing the game and all of a sudden you hear the chants like he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where Roy can't, Roy can't, dude. It I definitely, my, I definitely like even only. If, even if they say a, cunt so much. I well, I picked up on that already. It's a, it's a very um, European thing. Like I said, thing. I'm only two episodes in, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I, there was something else. Though. I I watched that Vince Vaughn movie Freaky that was way better than it had any right to be. Like a, a horror Freaky Friday where Vince Vaughn. It's a serial killer, body swap. Now he's a teenage girl. How great is Vince Vaughn? Oh, he's so dude. Watching him like have to run around like a teenage girl would was very, very funny. Vince Vaughn is very and funny. I'll tell you, Josh. It had some of the most original kills I've seen in the slasher ever. 
Like, they're really, really good kills. Um, and there was something other... Oh, I watched Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. Which I did before this whole Russia hacking everything that we own. But you know, um, the Google shit went down yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't have anything to do with that. You know what the rumor is about what caused it? Was Pornhub deleting over 10 million videos. Oh, yeah, facts. So, I... Because um, they run on the Google server. Now, what's crazy is most websites don't run off Google servers. It's actually dominantly Amazon Web Services is the main one. But I don't know if you've heard about the Pornhub trouble they're having lately. Uh, I've heard a little bit about it. Like MasterCard and Visa basically said, uh, we're not going to let people pay for your shit if you don't do this. Well, because I guess they had a ton of child porn on there. Uh-huh. Um, they had a lot of um, uh, like sp- hidden camera, women showering. Um, the amateur videos, there's no idea if the woman gave consent for it being uploaded, let alone consent to the sex. Um, I'll be honest with you. When I go to porn, I do not go to Pornhub. That is like Nah, I'm, I'm a X videos guy. If I'm doing porn, what about you? Like all the same at the end of the day. Uh, so the X videos and the other one is X N X X. They're the same. Okay, but I, I don't think so because some like focus on like more amateur kind of stuff. But yeah, Mastercard and Visa you can't use on Pornhub. First off, if you're paying for porn, Colucci, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> he sent me something today about Lamar Jackson not pooping his pants, and uh, which you just he, said fuck you. I just said fuck you back to him. <laughs> no, he, he tags you in the tweet and he just goes like, pros. Thoughts? Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't know what I didn't know what else to legitimately I sent it and then I was uh, like, wait, I said fuck you. <laughs> Seems good enough. Normal. Um so uh Debo died this week, Tiny Zeus Lister. I thought about giving you one of his movies, um, which there's like maybe eight of them you could name off the top of your head. Okay, name a Debo movie without Friday. <laughs> uh no. Fifth Element. Fifth Element, yeah. Fifth Element. Taylor's uh, not a fan. I don't like the Fifth Element. I, I love I mean, the Fifth No Holds Barred, obviously. Well, that's the one I wanted to give Taylor was No Holds Barred. I thought about it. The Hulk that's Hogan a, that's movie. That's about it for me, those I two. I think I've seen that. Um, Dark Knight, he was in. He was, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He was in the Dark Knight, the dude that threw oh, the trigger throws, out. Yeah. He, yeah um, right. And beyond that, I don't know. No, wait, what does he say? He's looking at him. Give it to me, or I'll take it from you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a lot more you, menacing you, than that. You've never seen No Holds Barred, right? Definitely not. So it's it's a whole, literally. Well, if it's the picture of just like him with the thunderbolt in the side of his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen It's literally, they made that movie. It's terrible and hilarious simultaneously. There's a scene where Hulk Hogan almost beats up a guy, and he's holding him by the fucking shirt. He's, what's that smell? He goes, Dookie! <laughs> and then, That's dude, and then stupid. they main evented SummerSlam! Oh, it, it was it was literally um, the Hulk Hogan, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake against Macho Man Randy Savage and Zeus. That sounds awful. The guy had a hell of a career though. When you think about it, Debo and Debo. <laughs> yeah, what Fri- Friday does rule though. Friday we rules. got about three hundred dollars. Ain't that right? What was Debo? he in the WCW? Big Z. Big Z. Big Z. Um, we got some good Nick Cage news this week. I don't yes. know if you saw the trailer yeah, for did, this. Definitely didn't. Um, there's a trailer. He's going to be hosting a show on Netflix. Okay. That is the origin of curse words. So each episode is going to spend time with him explaining the origin of fuck, shit, cunt, I think is one, well, cock. The, uh, the origin of, cur- well, if you, all you got to do is watch the, uh, the South Park episode, the origin of curse words. But it's not Nicolas Cage saying it. <laughs> Doesn't need to be Nicolas Cage saying it. <laughs> Everything needs to be Nicolas Cage saying it. Did you, uh, did you see my tweet yesterday about yes, National if, Treasure? Because they added all these movies to the National Registry, which I can't believe it took this long for Clockwork Orange to get in, which is fucking crazy to me. But, yeah, if National Treasure is put in the National Registry, does it make National Treasure a National Treasure? <laughs> I love it. I was like, fuck you. It is. <laughs> it, it, first off, it is a National Treasure already. It is. But now it's legally a National Treasure. Shrek got added. The Dark should Knight be. got added. Shrek absolutely should be. The Dark Knight 
should be, but I can't believe it took that long for a Clockwork Orange to get in. Yeah, and, and honestly, how, when are they going to put Twister in? Never. <laughs> I know. That's that's what sucks. So, so like, so my, uh, I, I'm never on Letterbox anymore. And I was playing uh, Call of Duty with my buddy the other night, and he's on Letterbox all the time because he's always looking at new movies to watch. Sure. Whatever. He's unemployed at the moment, so he's just trying to find new shit, writing blogs or whatever. Colucci? No. Colucci is a Tumblr. No, he doesn't. No, no. He doesn't. <laughs> I, I maybe he does. He probably has a Club Penguin account still. Didn't that, that go off the air? No, Ralph had Ralph was the president of a Club Penguin That's group so from trolling them. A waddle on dog. Uh, so anyway, so he's look. So like he follows me on Letterbox and he's looking at my Letterbox and he goes, "Dude, your favorite movies are fucking stupid." I go, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Cause like you have three great movies and one stupid one." I go, "What are the four? My, what are my four favorite?" He says. Your four favorite on Letterbox are Interstellar, Usual Suspects, Reservoir Dogs, and Twister. And I'm like, what's, what's stupid there? I'm like, what's wrong? I can make a strong case that the stupidest one on there is Interstellar. Wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm saying, you can't tell me, if because I know he's going to say Twister is a stupid one, yes. and I say, fuck you. Dude, Twister. I'll kick his fucking ass. I, I know. I Fucking know. piece of shit. Why are you Twister. friends with that fucking loser? Just calm Get down. a job, you fucking jerk off. Bill Paxton rules. He sucks. Okay. Calm sorry, down. he's your friend. I'm sorry. I don't take the the twister, um, bad you know, bad mouthing very kindly. I can because I realize it's not a good movie, and I also know that it is one of the funniest fucking movies. It fucking rules. It scares the shit out of me when I was a kid, and now oh, it's yeah. easily one of the funniest fucking movies. Like it's just it's already here. Everybody on the ground. Like I just love that. Like that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. They're the in the was, cone. Yeah. They're in the bear cage. Yeah. I just. Like it's the so cone many, is silent, dude. It's literally like finger of God. I can never drop watch, utensils. I can never watch that movie and, and watch it the same ever again after listening to O and A rip it oh for my forty-five God. minutes. Literally, I want to. I I thought you know, about like, just walk. Know, they're I, the bad storm chasers, the ones with corporate sponsors. I, I, I I've thought about walking around with a, a a glass dish and a fork and knife just to be able to drop the utensils on it when someone says F five and be like. Finger, dude, finger of God. Dude, the, so they're, they're trashing this movie, and one of the callers calls up, and it's like, you know how bad this movie is when they're like, you know, Bill Paxton, they told a story about Bill Paxton walking up to a twister naked and throwing Jack Daniels in it. Wouldn't it just fucking kill him? <laughs> <laughs> like, and it never touched the ground. The twister caught it and sucked they're it right, right up. up. To oh, extreme. I took him. And I killed him. <laughs> and I love him, dude. That's Philip Seymour Hoffman before. Come he was on, Philip Dusty, Seymour don't Hoffman. start that shit. Dude, it's one of the funniest. It fucking, fucking rules. It's just like oh, I wow. broke the VHS from rewinding it so much, like, watching it over. And I got those two VHSs the same day from my aunt of Twister and Independence Day, and I watched a lot of Independence Day. I watched Twister at least five days a week, every day for two years. Just to just to show how unhealthy our love of Twister is, we, you and me went to a. Was the night we broke Kate's house? We went to. Uh, oh we my went, God! Yeah, you're right. You're right. We went to a. I got a drink thrown in my face. A Christmas party. Yeah, we went to a Christmas sweater party, and you and I were the only ones that showed up in Christmas sweaters. That's true. Um, and then there's like a shitty. 32 inch TV with a Blu-ray player there, and like we're sitting uh, we, there. No, we dug through all their DVDs. No, no, I'll tell you exactly what happened. This is exactly what oh, happened. Oh, you're right, you're right. I had it in my car. <laughs> yeah, that's I, right. I had a copy we, of Twister on Blu-ray. We dug in my through their car. DVDs, and the only one that we like thought we'd watch is Sound of Music. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. didn't even want to watch and that. We're like, fuck that, and like, cause like, I don't, I don't forget what it was. We just weren't into the party, so like, I go out and I 
put Twister on Blu-ray. We watched the whole movie <laughs> drunk in the middle of a commentate, party. quoting it and commentating. Like literally the part where they're playing, like when he's playing Eric Clapton, like <laughs> I'm his treat you, girl. Me and him were screaming, "Show, show me, don't me no harm!" <laughs> like, in the, and then 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 old Clay hit me in the oh, face. Oklahoma, where the wind goes sweeping down, down the plains. Oh um, God! And uh, then I put an air conditioner in her bed and turned it on. No, that was a vacuum. <laughs> no, I, I did both. Oh yeah, I turned you, the heat off. You turned the heat off. Uh, you get an air conditioner from? It was it was in the storage around. closet or whatever, and I found it. And I said, uh, Taylor. He's like, what? I'm going to put this air conditioning on. He said, it's not warm. I was like, end? So I go into Kate's room. I put it in her bed, turned it on, and walked away uh, <laughs> in the vacuum. I, I, uh, I, I shut the heat off to the house. Yeah, you uh, did. We were taking light no, bulbs. I wasn't even, no, let, me, let me rephrase this. What? He didn't just shut the heat off. He walks up to the switch, the fucking oil burner, and he's like, dude, look. <laughs> he's turning it on and off. Someone goes, it smells like oil in here. Yeah, like, it's, just, was... I mean, it's easy to pass off when it's winter and Taylor's there, though. So, so here was the best part, right? So we were taking light bulbs out of lamps and putting beer bottles in the sockets. <laughs> I hit all the light bulbs. <laughs> you hit all the light bulbs. There were just packs of craft singles on the windows. On the ceiling. And then Kate even did it. And then my favorite part of the whole night was Greg being the old son of a bitch that he was. He's like, oh, I have, it's like 2 in the morning. I have to go to bed. And he falls asleep. On a hardwood floor. Where I got the air conditioner. Where the AC is running. <laughs> yeah. And it is fucking well, in the middle I, of January. I felt bad when Kate texted us a week and a half later. that Because we definitely antagonized it. But then she started getting into fucking around. Throwing cold cuts and cheese. I got a drink thrown in my you face. You got a drink night. thrown in your face. And then <laughs> her roommate texted her. And she goes, what the fuck is this? Someone took ground turkey out of the freezer and put it in one of their drawers in the kitchen. <laughs> Dude, and it, it was, was like fucking... It it was rancid. It was rot. It was rotten. I was, was like, gross. dude, trust me. I would take claim for that and apologize, dude. That wasn't me. So that's a very infamous picture of the three of us because after that night, Greg <laughs> at five in the morning. Yeah, Greg drove us to Taco Bell, and we uh, all of us got the first ever Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah, it and was th- like th- the, there's a picture of the three of us. We I, look fucked up. Still, it was the worst. Yeah, that was a bad. That was, hangover. That's one of the worst hangovers of my life. So, uh, video game. I drank two forties that night. Yeah, you drank a lot that yeah. night. Um, there's video game. News this week, um, there yeah, were trailers. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a second. I'm going seg- to segue into that. Um, we got the trailer for the Evil Dead game, which looks fucking awesome. Does look nice. I can't wait to play that. It's the premise, like the Friday the 13th game, it and was, Evolve. I- Evolve started all that, where one person's a killer, and you are all trying to kill them or survive. Uh, the, the reveal was nice because you see all the characters walk out of the walk the, out of the cabin, and then Bruce Campbell walks out. Hell yeah, with the boomstick. Um, so I'm pumped for that. Um, they, need, I, they need an Army of Darkness. I game. well, they're gonna have characters from Army of Darkness. I'm I just need an army of darkness. That would be game. dope. Um, the game that I'm most hyped for is Back for Blood. It, yeah, it's, did you yeah. watch the gameplay for that, no. dude? It's it's Left for Dead. It's mm-hmm. literally Left for Dead on steroids. Like right. so, the the it, picture a tank times thirty. Oh, I don't want coming after you. Oh, I and don't even wanna. like the physics of the game, like it walks up to this like giant fence thing to like an underpass more or less, and it, you see it just rip the thing off with its bare hands, and it, it looks incredible. Yep. I we're gonna play the fuck out of that. Wait, what, 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 what's this called again? Back for blood, back. just like Left for Dead. Back for blood. <laughs> the first thing that popped up was Back for More by Rat. <laughs> <laughs> back for blood, dude. The gameplay, it literally is Left for Dead. You start in a safe room. The zombies are trying to get in. You could shoot them from. A 
there. You come out, there's a ton of them. Then there's the special zombies. You got your equivalent of the smoker, um, the uh, the hunter. I don't know what the equivalent of the witch is going to be, but I'm assuming it's there. This is Left 4 Dead. It's it's from the same guy that made Left 4 Dead, right? It's not Valve, but it's from the same guy that worked I, well, with Valve. I, I would assume the guys that did Left 4 Dead with Valve don't work there because Valve are they known put for Left putting for... out are known for putting out good shit, but are being really hard to work for. Yeah. Well, how long did it take them to get a fucking another Half Life game out? They've been trying to make another one for how long now? Well, because Half Life Two was so fucking crazy. Yeah. It was so good. But they've they've had Left 4 now Dead. They've had Left 4 Dead Three on the shelves for since since it came out. What the it, fuck is that thing, dude? Uh, dude, is that the giant thing? That's, that's the, is that the tank? Is that it? Yep, that's it, dude. Look, uh, I don't want to fight that, dude. This thing is like probably the equivalent of like if that's, you it probably like fifty feet tall bro, is what you'd like say you to me, scale. That's like you and me fighting the Rancor in Destiny. That's again. literally the Rancor in Destiny. When you were out on the phone, we were talking about Destiny Two, and Destiny I was saying how much we all played Destiny. Destiny um, but was um, Taylor, you um, uh, you got Cyberpunk, and I felt bad because I texted you Friday morning. I said, "Don't get it yet," and you're like, "I already did." Well, because it was that night. I I bought it that night, expecting and, uh, to come home Friday and play it. Yeah, because it, I mean, it was, you, we've been hyped for it. It was a 60 gig download on top of a 45 gig patch. That's w fucking crazy. It should have told me immediately that it wasn't ready. Because like what Red Dead was like 90 gigs when it downloaded, right? Yeah. Red Dead 2 was huge, but yeah. they didn't have any big issues. There was no issues. But you know it's bad when the game launches and there's already a 45 gig. Yeah, patch. that's usually you get like maybe a eight gig patch. Sometimes usually it's like two to four. So I just got another one two days ago and it was 16 gigs. Literally did nothing. Nothing and, at all. And it just like I think from what I've read is that it plays good on the PS4 Plus, right? The Pro, the Pro rather. Yeah. And on the the say the equivalent of the Xbox, but it still doesn't compare to what it plays like on the PS5 and the Xbox Series. But but, but even even still, don't release it on these consoles if it's going to have these issues. But, period. So that's that goes into my issue with it because I was hyped for this for a while and it reminded me of a tweet of a developer. From a different studio, like eight months ago, that said, you know, if if this whole year is bad, imagine if Cyberpunk is bad. Fucking guy saw the future. I'm like, don't say it ain't so. So sure it, enough, I, I dude, I'm playing it, and it still has a ton of potential. But there, are, I heard like, the world is like awesome in it. Like, it looks, awesome. It looks cool when it's not you know buggy and when my when the car, when, when you my can car see your characters' faces and they're not mushed. When my car doesn't fall through the fucking world. <laughs> when I can drive through buildings but like you, it's fucking Back to the Future. I can't believe they hang Dong in the game. I, yeah, I was kind of like not expecting that. <laughs> when that force said that to me, that he hung dong, I'm like, shit. But uh, no, like, it's got a really cool cast of characters. Like, I just met Keanu Reeves for the first time in the game. Okay. Um, And it's got an interesting story, but the gameplay and the way that CD Projekt is handling everything. Disaster. They're, they're trying. I, I, give them, I give them a lot of credit because they're trying to do so much damage control, but on top of the absolutely fucking, like, fucking disaster of a next-gen release launch on top of this game that was pushed back a thousand times. Real talk, it should have been pushed back a whole other year, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I mean... Or just because, don't release it on these consoles if you're going to have these kind of issues. If you're going to, if you make it exclusive to next gen, yeah. PC, because I was going to. That's so, not fair, dude. It's so, not fair at all. So CD Projekt came out with a statement. I think it was like two days ago or, the, or yesterday, where they're like, okay, on net, uh, you know, two days on, ago, uh, yeah, on the, the older consoles, you can you can get your money back, and. Would they let you keep the game then too? I guess no, and I don't I don't want it. Yeah. to be honest with you. Are you going to okay when you get a PS5? Are you going to play it? Are you gonna wait? Are you so sour on it? That was my fear. I'm probably gonna wait 
till it's on sale before I I'm not I'm not spending six dollars on that again. No, don't give it to him no. again. I mean, I I'd be well. The, I mean, I think the fact that you because he can just upgrade it when he gets the PS5 now. You so don't have to buy I, it again. So I, I have it comes with the PS5 version, but so here's the problem, right? Because I I don't do physical media anymore. It's just no. nothing that, that I just nothing entices me about no. that anymore. No. Except for all the fucking steel books I forgot to take from Bob. Oh, he has all my movies too. He actually showed me last week, and he goes, "You want to take any?" He goes, "Sure." And then I forgot again. Of course, it's been like ten. Years. We went through them one day. We spent. 30 minutes going through whose movie is what, who's this, who's that. Someone we didn't know, so it was like, you'll take one, I'll take one. Dude, Literally, I had a stack of like 25 of my movies. Forgot them. Dude, he, dude he's got like three copies of Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, literally. It was a Steelbook, a regular, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Betamax, uh, Betamax. Beta <laughs> everything. Yeah, VHS. But uh, um, I'm going to I'm gonna hold off on Cyberpunk because it's going to it's gonna sour me. So I'm actually, it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Well, because like I said, so I downloaded digitally and uh, CD Projekt said that they, you know PlayStation would refund me. So I go through the process. I request a refund and they go, oh, this is awkward. I go, why? They said, well, you downloaded it. It's against our policy. I go, now I'm going to have to make it. I'm going to write an angry email. I'm going to have to make a phone call. And I, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, is this really worth sixty bucks? I would have done. A, I would have done a tweet storm at them because then I feel like they'd be like, "We'll just send you a fucking like Chipotle gift card or something." Well, I mean, I don't like Chipotle enough for a no, me gift either. card. But anyway, so I'm stuck with this for now. But it's a blessing in disguise because I've gone back into Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it's a low key masterpiece that no one talks about. It's one of the best RPGs I've ever played. All right, let's see what else Fuck we got Cyberpunk. here. Um, so the big stuff at Disney this week, um, a ton of announcements uh, between the amount of Star Wars stuff we're getting. Hayden Christensen confirmed to return as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan series. Dope. Ahsoka Tano series. Dope. Um, Lando Calrissian limited series, which the fact that it's limited, I'm convinced. I know Donald Glover's coming back for it. I don't right. see any way he doesn't, especially because he had so much fun doing the role down. Um, we're getting um, a New Republic series that's going to tie into the um, Ahsoka Tano series. It's going to lead to a cult. They're building an MCU, is exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, which has already kind of started between... Uh, Clone Wars was the early MCU. I mean, Star Wars kind of always has done that anyway. Yeah. But now it's like you're really getting it. Um, what else am I missing here? Oh, the Rogue Squadron series movie, which I'm fucking hyped for. Dude, if they get a Rogue Squadron series right, like make a Star Wars Top Gun, sign me the fuck up. As long as it's better than Rogue One, I'll be cool. I know it's great. I know you're you're one of the few, man. That I actually just watched that this weekend too. I watched Rogue One. Yeah. See, um, and it's weird because I think Solo is great, and, I, and it's not. I know it's not that. Great, I know, and more, but I love it. And and what's well, crazy is I would say Rogue One is the most unanimously loved of all the Disney Star Wars. Because because I love Childish as, as Lando. Oh, he's great. He's great. And the guy that plays Han is good. And Amelia well, Clark doesn't stink in it. Maybe because it was part of it. Because like, Woody it, rules. It had such Always. a it had such a shitty rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because going back for reshoots and you know delayed all this time and changing. Directors and stuff. Yeah. And when I'm sitting there watching it, I'm like, Cunningham. I'm Richie like, Richie Cunningham. Yeah. yeah, he directed it. I, I'm like, I'm like, this is a good. Fucking it's so movie. much fun. It's fun. Um, what, what uh, were there other Star Wars things? Some anime one, which I probably won't watch. Oh, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm, so I, I'm cool. saying it. I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it. <laughs> um, there was definitely some you other. Watch the Lego the series. Story. You're gonna watch the anime series. The Lego Star Wars Christmas thing was awesome. Yeah. Then you're gonna watch a droid story. I'm gonna watch a droid story. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna watch that. Um, I watched Galaxy of Dreams by the way this past week. The documentary about how the making of uh, when he came up with the idea for Star Wars and how it blew up which is on Disney Plus which is very good um, you had a lot of Marvel announcements they announced they're not recasting um, the Black Panther role which I think is the right move the more I've had going to write them out they're gonna yeah they're gonna have to come up with a creative way and I trust Ryan Coogler to be able to do it um, so that makes sense uh, they dropped the trailer for the Loki series the Hawkeye series not yeah the Hawkeye series and the um, uh, Anthony Mackie one um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series they announced 
announced a bunch of other spinoffs, which I'm not as intrigued by. Got another Spider-Man announcement today that Willem Dafoe and Thomas Ch- Hayden Church are going to be returning in the next Spider-Man movie, which now I, I was kind of convinced before, but now I'm fully convinced they're going to be like quick little spots just like into the Spider-Verse, yeah. where it's like, Willem, you see Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, he's like, two Spider-Mans. <laughs> like, it's going to be something like that. They won't get James Franco because he got me too, and he doesn't get... You notice James Franco's not in anything anymore. You, when's the last time you saw him in something? Disaster Artist? I think so. Yeah, yeah that was the last time he was fucking great in Disaster <laughs> Artist. So, some really cool stuff there. Um, Josh, I'm still mad at you. Why? Because you're a cunt. <laughs> um, why haven't you watched The Last Dance yet? I talked to you about this in text. Oh, yeah, I know. I you know. were such a fucking little pretentious douche about when it was going live. No, dude, I'm just going to wait. It's going to be on Netflix in like a month, and I'm going to watch the whole thing at once. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then when I was driving home a couple weeks ago, and I I don't know why it comes into my head, but I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you're, really, like, you're just driving by yourself. You're like, you're listening. That's literally you're what listening happened. You're listening to Evan Carton. You're like, fuck Josh. That's literally what happened. Watch the last and I was like, he hasn't watched. Dance. He hasn't watched. The Last Dance, and you need it badly. I know. Do ya? <laughs> yeah. Do ya? I'm busy. How I Met Your Mother? Like, I watch like two episodes a day. You could watch one episode of The Last Dance a day. Okay. And? Yeah, but like he's fully enthralled in How I Met Your Mother. But he yeah, knows he's you. not going to watch the whole thing. No, well, I'm going to watch 99. But then of you're going to stop at the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a- fair. As enough. everyone who watched <laughs> everyone this show should have. Everyone should. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, uh, the last thing I had. Okay. Um, trapped. <laughs> <laughs> so he, the lead singer, who has just become a total alt-right douchebag, racist, homophobe loser, and a loser band that had one song that was popular for snowboarders in the late '90s, um, got kicked out of his band on Parlor. I don't even remember the song. Like I remember Headstrong. Ah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Headstrong, take Which you on. Had a, had a dope baseline. It had its place at like the end of the new metal phase. That was like cool. Like if you would watch a skateboard movie and a dude's like tearing up a half pipe, and you hear that, and you're like, yeah. It's what every Fuck skateboarder yeah. made their mixed <laughs> video like, Yeah, too. dude, headstrong, and I love fucking trapped in POD. Yeah, yeah, POD. Oh my god, you know, there's rules. Yo, their satellite record care, is dude. fucking great. Uh, their satellite record is yeah, awesome. dude. It it's is legit. musically, they're awesome, definitely. Um, and I don't care what you say, Youth in the Nation is a banger. It's okay. Fuck off. Boom rules. Um, yeah. Here comes the boom. I love that. It's a good movie. Here comes the boom. Speak. It actually is a good movie. I like the Here Comes the Boom. Yo, that was my first real introduction to Boss Rutten. Really? That's yeah, funny. And then, and then, like, I well, actually, Kevin was, James, he was on King of Queens a bunch of times. Well, actually, well, I, I never was a King of Queens guy. I don't know what it was. It just wasn't my thing. But actually, oh, the, first, good. the first time dumb. I ever saw Boss Rutten in anything, it was like one of the first viral videos I remember. Was uh, his self, <laughs> his self defense video? Yeah. Oh my God. So funny. It's like uh, the guy pulls a knife on him. Now he is going to pay. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he's like, now kick to the groin, palm strike to the nose, bang, dangity, dangity, dang. Dude, dude Boss Rutten is legit one of the so funniest funny. people on the planet. Uh, like, Josh, are you like, are, like, do you ever watch like the? Are you into like the old Pride stuff back in the day? I've watched it with Dan, but I've never watched. Like, it, he's like, never gone on like on a dive himself. Like, I, I, I highly recommend. It's a very old JRE episode with uh, J- Rogan Boss Rutten. It was one of the first and, MMA ones. Yeah, and, it might have been the first actually. Yeah, well, it was. It wasn't his. It wasn't the MMA show. Wasn't a thing because no, it was but like it was episode like, six hundred. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So it was the MMA show wasn't a thing yet. But so he has him, uh, Morrow, and Bosch Rutten on the show, and they're just telling old pride stories of like Kevin Randleman punching Mark mailboxes. Coleman. By the way, um, fucking speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. I forgot to say this when it happened. Speedy recovery to a friend of the show, Mark Coleman, who had a heart attack a few weeks ago. Yeah. He's back home doing better, but uh, much love to the hammer, Mark Coleman. Thank God. Um, I saw a story about uh, in Wisconsin, health officials had to health officials had to issue an advisory to their citizens. They're getting a lot of people in there, but not with the COVID. They're warning them to stop eating raw beef sandwiches. What? Yeah. Have you tried De- not doing that? <laughs> Dead ass serious. Apparently, a very common thing. Now, uh, uh, disclaimer here: I have eaten raw beef before. I've taken it, put like a little salt on it when I was younger. Hindsight, horrific. Well, that, that's a very Italian. Yeah, thing. very Italian thing. You do, yes. You're making some ground beef. You put a little salt on it. It doesn't taste but, but, but bad. Like, if, it's you're just, do, if you're doing like a nibble, yeah, on a sandwich. These motherfuckers are making sandwiches. That's Adam. gross. And they're wondering why they're getting fucking parasites in their intestines. Oh my God. That is t- Wisconsin sucks. Fucking what do you have? Corn and raw beef sandwiches dude, and you, the Huskers. Dude, you know you know what's bad? Like when I was like applying to colleges, my number one place to go was University of Wisconsin. Dude, you would be so bored. <laughs> There's nothing to do there except look at corn and cows. I had a buddy of mine that went there. His name fucking was, trailers. His name was Ben Goldman. He's a lawyer now with a name like no, that. Okay. And I, uh, I, now hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, no, he actually is a lawyer. No, I was saying because of his last name. Why, he's a lawyer. He's, you could have said lawyer or accountant, and I had to ring the bell. Uh, oh, yeah, that's not, that's not even remotely what it's I It's like meant, if but... your name is Goldman or ends in a Berg, the bell's getting rung. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so I remember he was, he was there. Bergstein, man. He yeah. was there when, like, Scott Tolzien was the quarterback. Was called, oh, my God, yeah, Melvin, yeah. Melvin Gordon was there, yeah. Monte Ball. Oh, John you love Denver. Melvin Gordon. And Monte Ball. Ironically, both ended up on the Gordon Broncos. hasn't been that bad for you. He's actually turned it around a little bit. Yeah. But either way, um, so he was there. And, they, you know, uh, like they, they would always make their own shirts whenever they would play different teams. And the shirt he sent me, I wish I still had it, was, you can't spell OU without cocksucker. Making fun of Ohio. That's a good shirt. That was like I wish I still had it, dude. That's like, a good one. You know, it was like those weird college, like those, uh, like those weird college shirts that the, uh, the the frats fucking wear. Yeah. He wanted me to come out and visit him, and I go, dude. Like lambda, 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 and Revenge <laughs> of the Nerds. I go, and Omega Moo. Uh-huh. I was like, he's like, you should come out here and visit me, and go, dude. I'm. 16. I can't fucking... Yeah, I can't I, just I, come to Wisconsin and frat party. You know what I jo- mean? Like, Josh, you, when you said Weekend Bernie's the other night, I don't know why, but my mind immediately went to, like, I should watch Revenge of the Nerds right now. But the problem is, I love those movies to the point where I... Two's pretty good. Yeah. They're very Three dated. is not very good. Four is horrible. And the problem is, if I watch one, I'm watching all of them. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how bad I think they are. I'm wa- I might start them and then be like, I can't finish this. Um, dated in the sense that it is not remotely PC. No. Literally, they installed cameras in the fucking sorority house to watch the. Literally, the Asian guy goes, Oh, hair pie. About one of them. <laughs> and there's a, a scene when the main nerd has sex with the fucking girl when she thinks it's her boyfriend. But goddamn, those movies are funny. Fucking booger in those movies. So fucking funny. Oh, I like the Police Academy movies, too. The Police Academy movies are great. Porky's was fucking great. Um, so, Josh, you pumped for... Um, Josh and Taylor, you pumped for the return of baseball? Uh... Not being in April, no. No, it sounds like it's getting delayed again. Apparently, the the issue they're having right now 
versus the delays that we had uh, when the Initially. pandemic started are, are it's a bigger gap. It's not as big a gap as the Yankees and DJ LeMahieu have right now at twenty five million dollars. But the, the Major League Baseball wants all the players to get vaccinated before the season starts. I don't think that's a big ask, though. To be honest with you, my only issue with it being asked is that professional athletes should not be on the front line of getting these things. Like I saw, the NHL is buying vaccines for all their players. You fucking jerk offs. No one's watching your sport anyway, besides a bunch of Canadians and fucking Colucci. Like no hey, man, one's watching bro. it. No, he doesn't matter, and he fucking does hockey. Card, so he's more important. That's not nice. He, we like Manfred. I like no. Fuck him. Um, right now, fuck him. But <laughs> right now, but right five now, minutes. Maybe so not. it sounds like they're pushing for a delay to start the season in May. I can deal with a month, but you can't not do spring training again. You can't. Yeah, no, that's no. You can't. Do you can't not do that again. But I, I just, I, I'm still. I hate how slow the free agent market's moving. It's making me so fucking anxious every day. Uh, the other day, I was just like refreshing my phone. Just fucking tell me James McCann. He's a second tier free agent. I just want James McCann. Just fucking sign him. Sign him. Sign him, sign him. Get me Bauer. Get me Springer. Get me fucking anyone. Trade for someone. I don't care. Do something. I need I need just that one splash where you were like, okay, the Mets weren't bullshit. Just make that fucking splash, please. And it's not their fault. It's just me being, I need it to happen. I need. I, I know it's real, but I need to fucking see it. Well, un- until until there's pen to paper, I, I, I get it. I understand. And I haven't been a Met fan long enough to get that kind of ang- anxious, to be honest with you. So I understand. I my my I told you this a, a week ago. I was listening to Boomer and Geo in the morning. Yeah, and I've never heard Boomer size and sound more like a spoiled fucking brat than when he was taught when they when they initially broke that McCann and the well, Mets were close to a deal. Yeah, Not, like they were the front runners essentially, and uh, Boomer's like second tier player, blah blah blah. And I understand he, he's right. I he get is. it. Yeah, you can't say he's a better player than JT Ramirez. And it's like it's well, it's, it's a money thing. It's a money thing. And the first thing I thought of is what was the first fucking thing Uncle Stevie said? We're not going to. Spend like drunken sailors. Correct. They're making smart moves and they're yeah. making good business decisions. And, and it's weird because the Met fans still can't. Is obviously the Will Ponds are still fresh in everyone's yes, mind. So my it's, it, it's going to take years for us to really get it to. Well, for most for Met the sting fans, to go away. For the sting to go well, away, and for Met fans to kind of like normal is abnormal, and abnormal is normal. Do you understand what correct. I mean? Correct. Well, that's there's two camps of Mets fans right now here. You're the outlier. Yes, there's the I Mets agree. fans like Boomer. That's like we got it now. We're going to spend like the Yankees. We're going to spend like the Dodgers. This is our time. And then the Mets fan like me that I need to see it happen because I am still in the camp that whatever will go wrong for the Mets, whatever can, go, can wrong. go wrong, Murphy's law to the Mets. Yes. Daniel Murphy law. Whatever <laughs> can go wrong, will go wrong. Like you you don't give him a contract then he goes to the fucking Nationals and becomes a potential MVP. And he fucking starts hitting 30 home runs a year. And that's what I expect. I don't I in my so it's two different things. It's heart and brain. You know, I'm my heart is telling me that um, my, my brain is telling me things are fine. We're going to get the guys we want. We're going to get at least George Springer, if not Springer and Bauer, and potentially Lindor and or Lindor. Um, but my heart is like, they've, they fucked you up too many times, you <laughs> stupid cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, don't, why are you going to buy into them? They broke your heart. They're just going to cheat on you again, but, you yeah. fucking piece of shit. You buy in every year. Every year. This is my heart. Dan, every year, you think the Mets are going to do good by you. You think that the free agent that they signed is going to be good. The trade they make is going to be good. Oh, Edwin Diaz can't get anyone out. Great. Oh, Robinson Cano can't hit. Oh, he started hitting. Oh, PEDs. Oh, <laughs> fucking Pete Alonso hits 52 home runs. He's going to bounce back. Nope. Nope. It's Wilson Ramos had a thirty game a twenty three game hitting streak the year before. Fucking can't even tag anyone out when they're fucking thirty <laughs> feet in front of him. 
Oh, Carlos Beltran, one of the all-time great Mets, maybe the greatest Met free agent ever. He's your manager now, the smartest player. Oh, he can't. He was part of the Astros. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong with the New York Mets. <laughs> exactly. Got to be more perfect. Exactly. So, I, listen, I agree with you, and it's so funny that Beltran thing feels like ten years ago, dude. Honestly, with I know. everything that's happened. Um, you know what's going to happen? He's going to. They're going to fire Boone when they miss the playoffs this year, right? And then Beltran's going to be the manager. They're going to win two World Series in a row. <laughs> Guarantee you. <laughs> but uh, so the one thing I, I I do like again, it's just. I just feel like uh, you know Uncle Stevie is just doing everything he can to to, yeah, I, to, to make Mets fans feel welcome. They're doing again. it the right way. You know, they like, hired a GM that is more than competent and also opens the door for Theo Epstein um, next year. Well, I mean, even even him just showing up at the bobblehead giveaway, just things like that, doing right by the fans. And yeah. you know what I mean? Just trying to just trying even interact. And the fact that he acts like he doesn't know who Craig Carton is is so fucking funny. I, I, I do love it. Um, so before we get into our football picks, um, I have uh, it's a it's a half announcement for you guys. Um, um, December 29th, when we record a Tuesday night, and hopefully you're not on call, I have a surprise guest. They might be calling in. They could potentially be coming in. Okay. Someone I haven't seen in quite a long time. Okay. A very long time. And you, Who you guys, Greg? No. <laughs> I saw Greg today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but December 29th, there will be a guest joining the show. It could be on the phone, which I'll have to coordinate with you, and then it's spoiled. They could be showing up here. It oh, depends so either on, way, I'm fucked. What? You're gonna, it's a surprise for you regardless. Do, but, we know, do we know the person? If you haven't seen them in a long time, do we know them? You might. You okay. might not. Fair enough. I think I have an idea who it is. I'm not going to tell you if you guess. That's you can fine. try to if you want to say your guess. No, I, no, no. I don't want to say no, it on No, no, please say your guess. No, I, I don't want to say it on I'm not going to say yes or no. I'm going to no, fucking I poker I face. I don't think it's Richie. That's No, but my, no, my no, first... listen, no. And here's the thing. I don't even want to like cuz I know listen, d- 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 despite what I, I see online, we have a pretty pretty good listening base. Yes. I don't even want to put a name out into okay. the out to the ether. I'd rather talk to you about it first off air. And listen, you you don't have to tell me yes or no, which you won't anyway. Yeah, correct. But I have a pretty Pretty, pretty good idea. Okay. Is it dumb? I'm not saying dumb or not. No, he's talking no, to me. No, is your idea, is it? Is it dumb? No, I, I, I think... Would it be dumb to anyone besides us? No, I, I think it's actually. I think it's actually a pretty. Solid like I'll, guess. I'll get excited about get, getting the how-to basic guy on the show and just watch him fucking make how to I, picture I, I, PlayStation. Listen, I, I don't want to see what the fucking guy looks like. I just want his right leg beating the shit out of a fish. Oh, That's by the I way, that, the other thing I watch is that how-to with John Wilson show on oh HBO. I told you about. Did you watch any of it yet? No, I. Yo, I just, Josh, I you're gonna to. love this show. It's so bizarre. Like it just hit the whole episode. How to make the first episode? How to make small talk? And he goes to spring break. He goes, and the people couldn't stop praying to the prophet. DJ Paulie D. He's in the front of the stage at MTV Spring Break just looking backwards and MTV comes up and moves him because he's in every shot. <laughs> it is so bizarre. You got, Dude, you're going to die watching it. Wait, let, let me ask you something quick. Both sure. of you. Have you guys ever seen the show? It was on True TV for a while. Now it's on Hulu. Definitely not. Barry on the Street. I, I Wait. Is, <sighs> it, it, so it's the guy. He was in Parks and Recreation. Oh, Billy on the Street. Billy, Billy on, the on the Street. street. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. seen those Billy clips. Yeah. The, Billy Einstein. I've he was, never um, seen it before. He did the voice of Timon in the Live action Lion King. Wait a minute. So, and he said it was the stupidest, funniest thing because I just wasn't expecting it. He's running down the street with Will Ferrell and he's fucking screaming. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's a better movie, Elf or Scrooge? Elf, because Will Ferrell's here. No, it's Scrooge. (laughs) I like. And he's just screaming. If you see the Paul Rudd one, the Paul Rudd one is fucking great. You want to have sex with Paul Rudd? That that one was great. The one that made me laugh the most. He's by himself. He's walking down the street and he walks up to an old woman and goes, "You don't ever underestimate Lisa Kudrow," and just walks away. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? 
those are funny. I I can't get over how funny that is. And then like he won a con- he won a hugging contest with uh, with Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt's prize was a diorama of Chrissy Teigen and uh, <laughs> of Chris- yeah, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend watching Bad Boys Two. <laughs> he, so- he's a funny dude. Oh my god! All right, let's get into our picks. It is week fifteen in the NFL season. Only three weeks left of football before the playoffs start. Um, I went eleven and five last week. Josh and Taylor both went nine and seven. Josh is still in first place at 140, 65 and one. I am 138, 67 and one. And Taylor is 135, 70 and one. So I'm only two games back. Uh, you're three games back. Oh, I thought you said 137. No, I, I have 138. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. So you have 135. So you're three games back. It's not as bad as I thought. It's not as bad, um, but you're. You, I think you have one more week where you, you just try to pick correctly so you don't fall behind. But I think in those last, I think those last two weeks, like we talked about, is when you just have to go against either whoever's in second to make sure you're not last or if you're in second going for first you know what i mean so um josh you're still going to go first cuz you're in first uh, first place still right so the first game uh is the thursday night game the los angeles chargers coming off the win over your falcons in a game which it seemed like no one wanted to win anthony lynn with that fucking first half not having the not calling the timeout not spiking the ball and then doesn't get the field goal off and the fucking Chargers still won uh, against the Raiders, who um, they just uh, who they lose to this week. Uh, no, they did they win? They lose? They lost because they fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Raiders uh, are three and a half point favorites at home. Josh, uh, I'm going to take the Raiders here. Uh, the Chargers stink, but they stink less than the Falcons. Okay. Uh, I want to take the Chargers bad, but I I. I <sighs> I'm not. No, I'm, this, you, is, this is a hard game. No, it is a hard game because both teams are very much underachieving. Very when, average. When they could be doing a lot better. Uh, yeah, the Raiders are really, really bad. But give me the Chargers here. I, I, I'm gonna make a move because that this to me, it does. What's the line here? Three and a half Raiders. It doesn't. That's yeah. that's as close to a pick. It's only because the Raiders are home. Yep. It would have been a that's, half point. It would have been a pick them. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Uh, next game, Taylor, your team, the Buffalo Bills, coming off their win. Um, I, I'm forgetting who they fucking beat now. They beat the Steelers. The Steelers. The Steelers. Um, at the Denver Broncos, the Broncos coming off the win. Uh, Drew Locke with the best performance of his young career. Um, the Bills are six and a half point favorites on the road. Taylor, for your team. Uh, give me the Bills. Bills are just a better team on defense. Um, I like the strides that Denver showed last week, but they didn't play a good team. Yeah. And, you know, but you see what happens when Pat Shermer lets Drew fucking air it out a little bit and, like, gives KJ Hamler something to fucking do. Yeah. And, you know, it's still it's still no Philip Lindsay. It's not going to happen. I'm done fucking complaining about it. But the Bills are just a better team all around. Josh Allen, even though he played sloppy against the Steelers, showed a lot of moxie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, very good defense. It's pretty clear to me that Ste- you know Stephon Diggs was worth his weight in gold, and you know Diggs is making him a much better quarterback, and they're, they have a really good chemistry. And you know you're seeing you know Diggs help make Kirk Cousins a better quarterback too. So um, yeah, uh, Josh, who are you taking? Bills. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills. Also, um, the Broncos, I could see pulling this one off just because playing in Denver is not easy. Of course, especially when you're a team that likes to air it out, and they do have a very good defense, especially at home. So I'm a little skeptical on this one, but the Bills seem to be playing very, very well. But right what, now. what scares me too is because Allen, even with without the thin air, has a massive. Oh, arm. he's got a fucking cannon. So all and Denver's 
Denver and he just lost AJ Boye for the rest of the season. Yeah, rest of the season and two and, next year. And Denver, uh, and you know, it's just Denver's DBs are very young, mostly you know guys they picked up from the practice squad, rookies, one or two year starters. Yeah, yeah. it's very you know, and Stefan Diggs should eat, and so it showed that uh, that tight end Knox. Yeah, Knox um, is fucking awesome. Next game, I don't know if we spend much time on these next couple. Um, the Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers, you know, hitting on all cylinders right now. I think this past week uh, moved. Aaron Rodgers is the favorite for MVP. Uh, you know, only two quarterbacks in history have had seasons of 40 touchdowns and um, uh, one quarterback, actually. Two, uh, only one quarterback has had a season of 40 touchdowns and less than five interceptions. Don't, 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 don't tell me. So uh, the only other person that's – so Aaron Rodgers has done it? Aaron Rodgers, or, or, or he's about he's on pace too. Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback that has ever done it. Right, and he's done it twice, and right now he's on pace to do it for a third time. That's ridiculous. And um, you know he's playing great. The Packers are eight and a half point favorites at home. We're all taking sure. Green Bay. Yes. yes. Okay. I wouldn't take those points though because that, that, Panthers are scrappy. Yes, absolutely. Um, but Christian McCaffrey's out again. By the way, I mean he's been out all year. Yeah, he's played like three games. I think. Uh, next game, don't think we have to spend much time on it. The, the, the scrappy Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, moving back to Gardner Minshew at the Baltimore Ravens. Coming off that win, game of the fucking year last night. Holy shit! I only saw the last two minutes, dude. I love that so many people lost money in the last seconds. Uh, well, a lot of people won a lot of money, I know, but seconds. Justin lost. Dude. What a backdoor cover! <laughs> yeah, Holy on a safety, shit. on a safety, and a bunch of dude. That game was so good. Twenty points scored in the last four minutes of the game, um, and the dr- drama of it. Fucking Lamar Jackson poops his pants, leaves the field, Thoughts? comes comes back on fourth down and hits a forty-four yard strike on a great play, like he'd been playing. The, he didn't miss any time to that bum Hollywood Brown. Fucking great game. The Ravens are 13-point favorites against the Jaguars at home. We're taking the Ravens, all yep. of us. Taking the Ravens. Don't take those points. Yeah, I wouldn't touch because those points. Because after a big win like that on, in prime time, yeah, divisional Ravens, game. Ravens, are, Ravens are due for a letdown. That's yeah. Point. Uh, next game, uh, the t- Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. Texans coming off a loss. Colts coming off a win. Uh, Colts playing very, very good football. Getting Jonathan Taylor heavily involved in the offense. Who I think he's going to be a star for a short period of time. The Colts are seven-point favorites at home. Josh. Colts. Yeah. Yeah, give me the Colts, too. I'm scared for Jonathan Taylor because he was running to the ground at Wisconsin. Yeah. No, no, Stanford. Wisconsin. No, Jonathan Taylor went to... Wisconsin. He did go to Wisconsin. Yeah, he did. Why did I I think he went to Stanford? I think... No, I'm almost positive he went to Stanford. I'm pretty sure... Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. You want to do something cool? No. Okay. (laughs) What was it? $5. He went to Stanford. Um, Okay. $5. Deal. Uh, he played college football at Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. He's number he's number six all-time rusher in NCAA history and the first player to rush for more than 6,000 yards in any three-year span. I'm just gonna Do you know last... I'm just going to vent my you now. <laughs> you know, last night was the first meeting between two Heisman-winning quarterbacks since 1977. Oh. Say, say that one more time. It, last night was the first time since 1977 that two Heisman-winning quarterbacks faced off in the game. Deshaun Watson and... No, last night was Lamar Jackson and... Uh, oh, Baker. Yeah, and Baker. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, right. yeah, in a primetime game. Let me... Excuse me. In a primetime game. I, I missed that part of it. Why is your picture on Venmo, Olivia? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I love that picture of her. Uh, next game, we don't really think... I, you know what? This is one that I could see ticky-tacky. The line is huge. Actually, no. Now it's not ticky-tacky because Matthew Stafford is out and Chase Daniel is starting. The Detroit Lions at the Tennessee Titans. Titans are 11.5-point favorites at home. The fact that Stafford, if Stafford was playing, 
I could see the Lions winning this one. They played a really good game against Green Bay this past week. They were had a chance to win it, um, but Stafford sounds like he's out and Chase Daniels starting. Um, at the Titans, right? Everyone's taking the Titans? Yeah, give me the Titans. Josh? Yeah, give me the Titans. Okay. I wrote down my picks before, and I don't know why I wrote T instead of uh, instead of D, but they sound the same, I guess. Uh, next game. They sound the same. Uh, the 49ers. Coming, same. <laughs> the, the San Francisco 49ers coming off the loss to the Washington football team, taking on the Dallas Cowboys, coming off the win over the Cincinnati Bengals. The 49ers are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Josh. Favorites? Yeah, the 49ers are favorites. Against they just against the Cowboys. Yeah, I think that makes sense. The Cowboys just beat the Bengals. Like it's the Bengals. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't just beat the Bengals. They drubbed. The Bengals. Yeah, they drubbed the Bengals. <laughs> and Justin didn't take him in confidence. Who's pool. playing quarterback for the 49ers right now? Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. It should be C.J. Beathard, but whatever. Hey, he's um the third qu- the fa- third fastest quarterback to get to 4,000 passing yards. Okay. C.J. Beathard. No, Nick Mullins. Okay. Fuck him. Yeah, this game sucks. Missouri. Yeah, this is a hard game. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys. Taylor? You go first. I took the 49ers. Um, I think that, you know, they're not playing great, but I think they're a better coach team with more discipline, and I will take Kyle Shanahan over Mike McCarthy. So give me the 49ers. Yeah, I'll take the 49ers too. Okay. That is only our second game with different picks. Uh, next game, my team, the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. You heard it here first. What? His team, the New England Patriots. No. That's what you just I said. said. I meant, That's you what know you what? I did say that. That's not what I meant, I, stupid. That, well, hold on. And I'm going to get you a Melvin Gordon jersey. And you said it for my team, too. This is your team, the Buffalo Bills. I meant like your team's right. game. Excuse me. My team's game, the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Patriots coming off uh, a loss where Cam Newton looked awful again. Um, they played Thursday night, correct? Yes. Um, they looked terrible. Awful. Uh, the Dolphins coming off the loss to the Chiefs where, you know, they played they played well. Um, Xavier Howard still fucking unbelievable. The thing I sent you with him and Brent Grimes. Oh, dude, they pretty much the same pick, but yeah. Grimes was a little more... Uh, was on Calvin Johnson. Dude, yeah, and he was like fucking 60 inches <laughs> off the ground. Um, ladder, you know, he was parallel to the Josh, ground. have you ever seen that picture of Brent Grimes picking off the ball like this? One hand on Megatron. But back dude, that, yeah. It's, it's like, he's he jumped and he's just tall as Megatron. Grimes, you knew too, Grimes was super underrated. Yeah. And then he blew out his Achilles at the Falcons. Dolphins took a flyer on him and he was great for us. And then his wife was crazy. Well, she was cool as shit when I met her, but Brent, she was Brent, a psycho. Brent Grimes played for the Atlanta Falcons when uh, Russman won the well, yeah. won the Shiva. Russman, yes, that's right, and he was in the the, was in the, the, Shiva, the, Bowl the, the Shiva Bowl shuffle. With yeah, my five ints. So the Dolphins, um, I was super impressed with Tua, um, but now they're dealing with a lot of injuries on offense. Uh, don't know what's up with Gazeki, but you got to assume he's out at least this week. Uh, Devontae Parker sounds like he'll play, but um, Tua was moving the ball down the field with guys you never heard of, uh, Lynn Bowden Jr., who you never heard of. Um, he was a third round pick from the Raiders that they traded to Miami before the season even started. Loaded. Why do I think yeah. he played for Florida? He was a quarterback at one point. Yes. But um, regardless, uh, the Dolphins' defense is still awesome. You know, they, they only gave 21 points to the Chiefs. They had um, the uh, the kickoff return for a touchdown, and um, there was a defensive one that was a touchdown as well, So it, or a punt return for a touchdown. The defense played really well. Uh, I, I can't was, be mad at the defense. It was the worst half of football I've seen from Mahomes since the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I mean they picked him off three times. It's like twice in the second, and he only had two quarter. interceptions coming in coming in that game. Um, but you can only contain him for so long. They also um, Jerome Baker became the first player to sack him twice in one game. That's ridiculous. Um, but you know, I was I was proud of them. That was a fight game. It, it, you know, this is not hyperbole, but it it reminded me of the 2001 season. The Patriots in the regular season played the Rams and almost won when the Rams were greatest show on turf. Not saying this was going to happen by any means. P- Patriots beat them in the Super Bowl, but sure. it's one of those growth games where yeah. you competed with the best team in the league. Um, the Patriots well, you were are, down by 20 points. Yeah, point. and you got, got within, uh, you know, an onside kick yeah. of uh, or stopping them on fourth down to get the ball. lost by seven points. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, listen, there are very few moral victories in the NFL, and those players will tell you first and foremost and you there did- are no moral victories. That's one from a team that was five and what? Five and what? Twelve last year? Yeah, five and eleven. They were five and eleven last year to now competing with the defending Super Bowl champion. Yeah, it's dramatic it's difference. A big fucking deal. Um, and the Patriots, it, it does scare me this game because Belichick is great against rookie quarterbacks, but to his poise and you're seeing him grow up, I'm very impressed by him. Um, so give me the Dolphins uh, and uh, I think they're going to cover the two. I, it's only two? It's only two. That's a fucking joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. the injuries on Miami, I think what they're looking at, but they're not injured on defense. Their defense is completely healthy. That's and that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. That's, really, that's the X factor. Not Byron Jones, not this, not this. Yeah. The entire defense yeah. is going to fucking run rough shot. Yeah. So you're taking the Dolphins also? Yeah. Josh? Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins, too. Okay. Uh, next game is the Seattle Seahawks coming off the win over the Jets um, that you could have stopped after the first quarter uh, against the Washington football team coming off the win over the 49ers, but now there's some injury concern around Alex Smith, but that defensive line is awesome. The Seahawks are five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Josh? Yeah. Um, you know, this week, uh, Pete Carroll obviously was asked about his thoughts on this game. Oh, okay. He thought that it's, it seems a little fishy. Um, with what he's referring to as leg gate. Um, you know, Joe Biden all of a sudden happens to be confirmed by the Electoral College. And Joe Biden, who famously went through ankle gate. Oh. And what te- what's, what town do the football team play in? Washington. So you're saying that there's... A- so this oh. is a massive conspiracy. This is a huge cover-up by the president-elect trying to... I don't even know where to go with Pres- this one. Uh, all right, fuck, man. Uh, man, I did not great, come into that one prepared. Great improv, dude. It was a yeah. good try. I, I could have. I, I think there were ways you could have gone with I, that. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, I will come back next week. I will be. I will be better. I okay. promise. Who <laughs> <laughs> are you, Imus? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. <laughs> so, who are you taking? I'm taking the Seahawks. Shouldn't have said that about the Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nappy headed. Can't say it. Can't say it. I stopped. I stopped. The fact he said it when he did and he got in that much trouble still. Holy Could shit. Could you imagine if he said it today? Oh, dude. He'd be yeah, good fucking burning. <laughs> Could be burning the fucking radio station it's, down. That's, that's like that. That's up there with like the most ridiculous oh, things. Thomas. The most ridiculous <laughs> things I've ever heard in radio was him saying that and then Louis C.K. asking uh, Donald, Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld if he's a lizard. And also, because when he met Saddam Hussein asked him, have you ever met anyone else who's been sentenced to death by hanging? <laughs> he probably had. Um, so you're taking the Seahawks, Taylor? Yes. Okay, you're taking that's yes, you're taking the Seahawks? Yes. Um, next game. Shitty good game. Uh, the Chicago Bears coming off a win at the um, they beat the Lions. No, no, the Lions face the Packers. Who did the Bears beat? Uh, the Texans. They drubbed the Texans. Get the shit out. Um, and Mitch Trubisky was awesome. He's the only quarterback this season to throw three touchdowns in a quarter. <laughs> 
Who would have thought? He's actually played decently well these last two weeks. Well, that's so that goes back to what I said two weeks ago: is that Trubisky adds another uh, another aspect yeah, to that offense for sure. that Nick Foles definitely did not. Um, so the uh, the Bears are taking on the Vikings, um, where Dan Bailey costs them. I I've not seen a kicker miss that badly that many times. He left ten points on the board, three missed field goals, and a missed extra point. Um, forget about Stephen Goskowski, and it didn't and it didn't even fucking affect the outcome for the Titans beating the fucking Broncos. But you know what? At two o'clock but in the these, morning, did you EST? see? Did you see the Dan? Bailey misses. Yes, they, were they were like not even. They were thirty yards away. Dude, they were. They were. They were sliders. They were yeah. sliders. They weren't even close. And he was. Come when he left the Cowboys, he was the most accurate kicker in NFL history. Um, so the Bears at the Vikings. I haven't even picked this one yet. Um, the Vikings are three and a half point favorites at home. Josh. Uh Yeah, I don't like it either. I, th- I think it's such a fucking bullshit game this this week. The Vikings are at home. Yeah. Skull. Hopefully the dome collapses again. Yeah, that, I love that video so much. <laughs> it's a great video. Just <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it just farted uh, on the. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, give, me the, give me the Vikings very unconfidently. All right, Taylor. Were the Vikings playing again? The Bears at Vikings. <laughs> oh, do I be a dickhead? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know what? Give me Chicago. Yeah, I'm gonna be a dickhead too. I'm gonna take the Bears. Oh, eat a fat dick. Um, I, it's not because of you. It's it's more because um, I I, I, I like what you, I like what I see out of Chicago. The last they've two had weeks. a good defense all year, and you know they're playing all right. I don't like the Vikings defense, and if there's a game where you know Mitch Trubisky can keep it rolling, it's this. And they do have weapons on offense. You saw it last week. He's got a little confidence, and I don't think the Vikings have the weapons to break that confidence. So no, give me don't. the Bears. Uh, next game, Josh. This is your team's game. Mm-hmm. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. The Bucks are five and a half point favorites. Coming off a win over the Vikings that they should have lost if Dan Bailey wasn't ass. Yeah. Um, so, Josh? Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Bucks. <laughs> Taylor? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take well. the Bucks also, but they are a one and done playoff team as of right now. Uh, next game, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles coming off their win over the New Orleans Saints with Jalen Hurts first start um, at the Arizona Cardinals coming off the win over the New York football giants. The Cardinals are six and a half point favorites at home. I fucking hate the Cardinals. Josh. Uh, give me the Cardinals. Uh, Taylor. I fucking hate. Why do you hate them? The Cardinals. Four weeks in a row, I pick them to win. Then last week, I pick them to lose. You both picked them to and lose. And then they win. I fucking can't stand the Cardinals. It's not even that the players I can't stand. It's the inconsistency. Yeah, for sure. Is for what sure. I really can't stand. I don't stand. think Cliff is very good. I, I also, my big issue with Cliff is I don't think the air raid offense works in the NFL. Well, it puts too much pressure on the defense because your offense is not on the field enough. So my biggest problem is the same thing that happened when the Eagles brought in Chip Kelly. This offensive guru, this mastermind that's going to revolutionize the game. And what happened to the dream team, Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah. They suck. And have you seen Chip Kelly's records? Since he went to the Eagles and he started out pretty good. What his first year he went nine and seven. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. So between that record and his college football record, which was like I think he was like forty two and nine or something. Yeah, he was ridiculous. Since then he's like ten and fifty. Yeah, he's garbage. It's crazy how bad. Well, you what know is what? He coaching now? Uh, I don't even. He may have, might have gone fired. Well, no, honestly, I, I'm pretty sure he's an analyst now. Because I, I saw I saw a picture of him like behind the desk with a suit on. And he looks. So he was just he was just coaching recently though. Oh, but I'm saying within like he was coaching last year. Now I'm curious because Chip Kelly at Oregon was a fucking machine. Yeah, for that sure. That was wild. I mean, well, Michael James. I mean, like he made Marcus Mariota a top draft pick. Yep, guy. You know what I mean? Like Chip Kelly is. He, he might have gotten fired. Um, no, he's the head coach of UCLA right now. 
Well, that's why um, UCLA stinks to Yes, me. they do. They have for quite a while. Um, so, Eagles, Cardinals. Josh is taking the Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Taylor. I'm not taking the Cardinals. You're going to take the Eagles. <laughs> yes, because I think that they're going to ride high on that big win coming off New Orleans. And I think Yeah, suddenly I, I, Doug Peterson wants to open up the fucking playbook. Run RPO. Well, I don't think as... as to me, it was more of a confidence thing. For with, sure. With, with Carson Wentz. The team now, lost now, confidence in him, understandably. Now, now the Eagles have the most expensive backup quarterback in the league, $128 million backup. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I know... And the contract doesn't kick in until next season. And you know what? That's what's fucked up, is that uh, Carson needs a... This is where Carson's team fucked up, is because I mean obviously you can't account for a season like this. Sure, like, sure. Like you know you don't have the you're not Elron you don't have the fucking foresight to yeah. see that shit. So like it's hard to it's hard to get mad at Wentz for signing that contract. It's hard for the Eagles to offer to not offer him that contract for sure because of what he brought to Philadelphia. What you've seen, yeah. And it's just this is such a disaster of a year for Carson Wentz. Yeah. Same thing with Sam Darnold. Once they have a change of scenery, it's a, it's gonna be much harder for Carson because of the contract issue. Yeah. Um, but like like I, I've said a thousand times, get Carson in Indianapolis, and Indianapolis is the second best team in the AFC right now. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, so you're taking the Eagles. Uh, next game, the biggest spread of the week, <laughs> the New York Jets at the Los Angeles Rams. Jesus the Rams Christ. are 16.5-point favorites right now. You know, you know what I'm mad about? I'm mad because, you know, I... I, I I'm just writing down everyone's names. Just, just like addicts do, they relapse. And I and I and I did a I did a I did a three team parlay on on Sunday. Okay. Who the fuck did I pick? You picked the Jets. Oh no no no! <laughs> it was like actually to be honest with you, it wasn't terrible because the only loss I had was uh, the Dolphins. Okay, Richie and, Richie Climac texted me on Saturday night why? asking me about um, putting money on the Giants, and I was like, all right, listen. He's like, I'm gonna put 500 on the Giants. What? Uh, yeah, he was like, I'm what? gonna put 500 on them, and uh, I'm like, all right. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't play just the Giants. I would play a parlay. I would have taken Tennessee. I would have taken. Um, uh, the Saints, which fucked, obviously. Oh, no, I didn't say the Saints. There was another one I picked. I, I, did, um, I said the Chiefs, even though I was picking the Dolphins. Like, if you take three betting. take three solid ones and one upset. Yes. And he's like, and uh, one of the ones I said was the Titans. Like, no, I think the Titans are going to lose that one. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I feel like just because they lost that game to the Browns, that this is a game they have to bounce back. Um, so he, the, the only game he ended up getting wrong of my picks was the Giants. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, so last week I took I just money line. I just took Bucks, ten books, the Buccaneers, uh, the Titans, and the Dolphins. And the Dolphins, obviously. Yeah. And then I did a same game in the in the Titans when I got close. Derrick Henry touchdown. Derrick Henry over. What's the over was high? One hundred ten yeah, yards. Yeah, and he hit two hundred. And he hit two hundred. And then just John o. Smith to get a touchdown. He didn't fucking. He got mm. two catches. Awesome. Nice. Um, so we're all taking the Rams. Yes. Uh, next game, um, potential Super Bowl matchup, the Kansas City Chiefs at the New Orleans Saints. The Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, coming off the win over the Dolphins. The Saints coming off the loss to the Eagles. Josh. The Saint, the Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites yeah. against fucking Taysom Hill? Yeah. Because of the defense and it's the dome, so that's what they're considering. And that's the other reason take those the, the other reason it's like that is because the Chiefs this year are actually one of the worst teams against the spread. Yeah, they're not great because they've let teams play close. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you think about the Bucks game, shouldn't have been that close. They kind of, but you could see, like you saw in the Dolphins game, they just can hit this gear 
that no other team is capable of hitting. When You saw it last year when the Texans were up 24-3, yep. it was, and all of a sudden it was boom, boom, boom. They were ahead by fucking 14 points at halftime. Yeah, um, it was ridiculous. Uh, they, they, I don't, there's no other team that can do that. Um, it's, well, really, it's really just incredible to watch. To Josh's point, that's why you take the three points, because they can cover three. Yeah. They, they can't cover a touchdown this yeah, year, correct. which is hard. But it's three and a half. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs, too. I mean, come yeah. on. Um, yeah, for sure. Listen, T- I got... Taysom, I, I, Taysom I, I, Hill stinks. Listen, I, I have t- I have two more weeks. I'm co- we're, we're coming around... the Falcons around the- twice, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't say the Falcons don't stink more. Well, right. so, uh, the... Taysom Hill has the ability to play well if Sean Payton really wants to coach him up. It just seems yeah. like they're throwing him out there. I don't want to say Taysom Hill has, has been all bad because, obviously, he generates enough offense sure. for them to be very competitive. I think... What the right move should have been is to put Jameis there and continue to put Taysom Hill and more, sprinkle him in more. But like use him as a pass catcher because we're seeing now it's a it, why te- I didn't want to go to him in the first place because you're eliminating that uh, that surprise. Correct. So th- th- they're telegraphing when they're inside the five yard line and Taysom's in a quarterback. What are they going to do? Yeah. Come on. And, now. and um, the other you know when you look at Taysom Hill's line from that Eagles game, it's it's not it's not as good as it looks because for some reason the Eagles when they're up seventeen nothing started playing prevent defense halfway through the third quarter, and the classic line is, the only thing that prevent defense prevents you from win- doing is it's winning. winning. And But, uh, yeah, so next game, uh, I don't know if this is a good one. The Browns coming off the loss to the Ravens at the New York Football Giants. The Browns are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Daniel Jones clearly compromised. Not that moving the Colt McCoy is going to make the offense better. The offense, hasn't been, the, the offense hasn't scored 30 points all season. The only other team that hasn't done that is the Jets. Well, so the... the- the main issue that Joe Judge, the, the biggest mistake Joe Judge made all season already, besides being a very competent coach, and honestly in a really shit division, really coaching that Giants defense into doing really well this season, trying to be as competent They've only as had they two can. games where they didn't play great, and that right. was this past week in the 49ers. The biggest mistake that Joe Judge has made already is bringing Daniel Jones back way too quick. Correct. That it just... Take away the fact that I don't think he's that good of a quarterback anyway. But if you can't, he can't run, he's but nothing. He's, he, he like... That's part of his game. He's, yeah. he's a mobile quarterback. That's just how the game is now. He's a huge he's mobile a, he's, quarterback. He's a, he's a massive dude too. Yeah, and it's just one of those. Like, listen, he's he's a young player. What in a very? It doesn't matter if you're in a playoff race right now, and you're in, if you're in the division right now. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter because you got to think long term. You're not winning the NFC this year. No, it's just not no. happening. The the Super Bowl goes through Kansas City. Everybody knows that. Yeah, and it, in in the NFC, the the who is the it, NFC really? goes through the Packers and the Saints. I would say. Maybe Maybe the Rams, but the thing, but all three teams you just said, the Giants, soft, they've lost, soft, and not as, and, soft. and the Giants lost to the Rams and the fucking um, uh, the, the the fucking Packers. No, no, they didn't play the Packers or the Saints. Wait, wait, so, wait, no. wait, wait who are you saying? The, again? the Giants, they lost to the the Rams already. Correct, but they played them tough. They and did. The whole thought is, if you have a defense and you can run the ball, you could do anything in the playoffs. But I agree, you compromised him. And the big thing that I'm most shocked with with Joe Judge, who's this special teams guru, is how bad the Giants' special teams have been the last few weeks. I just think that all their good players are out on offense and defense already, so their special teams is already depleted. Correct. Because usually, like, third stringers are usually very good football players. Correct. But the first and second, this is what a lot of normal people don't understand. First and second team players in the NFL are all worldly talent. No matter how mm-hmm. bad they play, For they're sure. the best of the best of their position, no matter how bad people say they are. Yeah. Third string uh, DBs and wide receivers. They're, they're gunners. They're gunners, and they're also very established 
players within the league. Correct. Like, you don't understand how important special teams is. Until Dude, one of the most un- respected players in the league that doesn't really do anything on offense is Matthew Slater on the Patriots. You know what's funny? I was going to say Matthew Slater. Matthew Slater. And I almost said Heath Slater. <laughs> that would have been fucking weird. Imag- imagine the red hair out the back <laughs> yeah. of the helmet. He comes out. I got kids. <laughs> I'm uh, a one-man band. But, uh, and then getting hurt Karana by Lita. I like the Browns against the Giants. I think we're all going to pick the Browns, yep. right? Coming off the loss especially, I think they bounce back. But And the Browns are a damn good team. See, this is what stinks this week because even though I am three games behind, there's not enough games for me to take a, a competent enough Upset. chance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, like if I well, take, that's why I think this week you play it safe and try not to maybe potentially well, gain ground. Don't get in my fucking head. Shut up. So I'm when I'm like I, as much as I want to take the Giants, honestly, just, like, just for the sake of taking them, I I phys- like I just I mentally can't. I understand. You know what I mean? Maybe like, the last game you'll you might want to take an upset here. It's the second biggest spread of the week. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. Steelers reeling, um, you know, in a spot where you know apparently Big Ben's knee is a lot worse than you're uh, they're saying it is. He didn't look. He, he didn't move all that well. And you know their defense is still good, but they have no running game, so their offense can't get uh, can't stay on the field. Um, there are so many drop passes. So many drop passes. Um, and you know, for me, the biggest thing is they can't run the ball. And Ben's game it used to be, you know, he could, you know, very accurate, but he could heave it down the field. And this season, he. He's the most inaccurate deep passer besides Joe Burrow um, before he got hurt. And that Big Ben was always one of the most accurate downfield passers. But the Bengals are terrible. They stink. They suck. They're shit. They're poop. Um, I'm going to, I mean, the Steelers. We're all taking the Steelers, yes. right? All right. What's the spread? 11 and a half? 11 and a half right now. I don't know about those points because it is a division game. And the year. Steelers on offense, I don't trust them right now. Yeah, I don't um, All right, guys. Uh, this was episode 132 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, my movie pick for this week was for both Josh and Taylor, Tenant. Uh, the album pick this week is Movements, and I forget the name of the album. The name of the album is... The name of the album. Um, is Shack? No. no, never mind. I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought... <laughs> Fuck you. Is, is this well, Love Shack? I'm so, I, I don't know why. That's the first thing I thought of. The I'm name sorry. of the album, it, it's Movements, and it's uh, Feel Something. And um, I wish it was Love Shack. But we will see you guys next week. Later. Goodbye.